It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 82. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, announcing the gear design contest for ranged magic DPS slash healer edition finalists. A new fan kit has been released. We'll cover the PAX East fan site interviews, and we have some fan mail. Yay! But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Ruby, what is up? Hey, Yay. hey, what's up? <laughs> you had what's up? you had a busy, huh. busy week. I'm jealous. Yeah, I did stuff. Um, it was, I don't know. We've talked about this stuff before. It's like you'll do and do and do, and then it's like you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to get somewhere, and then you have one of those weekends where it's like everything kind of falls into place, and like everything's like, oh, I got this and this and this and this. Whoa! <laughs> it was just one of those kind of weekends. It's just putting a bunch of effort in. And uh, it finally comes to fruition. And here's another one I just forgot that I didn't put in the notes, so I guess I'll start with it. Uh, Beastman. Finished. I'm done with 3.0 Beastman. The whole point of that was to get to play the people for the cards, and I'm still at 59 of 60 NPCs. I don't know where you are, mystery NPC, so I guess that's what I'll be doing next weekend, searching for this NPC I haven't played in Triple Triad yet. But uh, through the process, I got... All three Beastmen tribes completed the 3.01s. So I got, uh, what's the name of that dance? Uh, Moonlift. Moon Moonlift, yeah. Moonlift. So I have the new it's dance. It's goofy as fuck, uh, isn't it? It's goofy. The whole thing was cute, though, and I liked, I, I thought it was going to be like just like one quest or, you know, like one or two, but it was kind of like one of those Hildebrand things where it's like you, had, you did one and then you had to do another and then you did another and then there's a final. So that was kind of neat to see it all put together. Now, I did not complete the 2.01. This Mikote isn't the same dude, is it? That that would from the 2.0. That, that would be a spoiler. Oh, okay. So but we can't totally we can't is. talk about that. <laughs> well, he look. I knew there was a yeah, thing with the, the half robot got, face yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so you get that half face thing if you finish that like Beast Tribe quest, Victory okay. Lap quests in in A Realm Reborn. I thought so. Yeah. Sorry, guys, for spoiling you, but there is a connection, which is neat because we're going to have Beastmen in 4.0 as well, and I hope uh, this Mikote shows back up again. So that was cool. <laughs> I got my dance. I've got all these, like, Vanu white bones and stuff. I don't know what to do with it at this point. You're, I just you're got next, a slew of your them. next relic, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I guess you, since you talked about that, I'll say another thing that I got accomplished, and that was just a moment ago, I turned in my 50 uh, clusters, what are they called? Something clusters? Uh, singing, singing clusters. Sh- shards? Singing clusters. Singing shards. I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. They, the, yeah, yeah. Those things. I turned them in, all 50 of them. And I've got the sharpened cane of the white czar. Nice. So that's cool. It's 260. I was, I was somehow thinking it was like more like 255, but 260, that's almost like I could almost use that weapon and stuff mm-hmm. and not not feel terrible about it um the zervan cane does have more mind on it and it does have a a better constant healing um eye, eye level does matter yoshida um and so I'm, i'll still be using the zervan cane but um i'm close i'm, I'm getting somewhere so i still got to run these dungeons I guess I've got three hard mode dungeons I need to run. And then somewhere in that is Prenumerite and um, the um, getting soul, getting light. Oh, yeah, then the, yeah, phase. yeah. So another grind will be coming up shortly. But the light grind's not terrible. I mean, I can keep the weapon equipped and just, just do whatever stuff. and yeah. get stuff. Or I can spam 
A1S if I really want to. You know, to. A1S we, with Netflix is not that bad. Really? It, we And we have talked about doing a victory revenge lap kind of thing in the Savages, so that might be something I can yeah. take that weapon into. Just kind of getting our our revenge against some old savage stuff. We've been trying to come up with stuff for our bosom Fridays, things that we can do in the, on the weekends to get people involved. So anyway, um, what else did I do? What else did I do? Um, casters, I got the I-266. So I, I a few more pieces of gear still need the gloves from Alexander and still need the boots. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever it's, it, it works in content. I got to use it again in A10S. Uh, Yelta, you were absent because you were hanging out with dear Ulf. I, it was um, all for good. <laughs> exactly. You're forgiven. Um, you're super forgiven because I get to summon when you're out. So I healed the A9 and summoned an A10. And I'm sure I was the lowest DPS because I wasn't expecting to. And when we set up the party finder, instead of setting up for a second range, <clears throat> cough, Sinikov, um... We uh we got a dragoon and so somebody had to switch and I switched to to ranged and it worked out beautifully. Uh, and Sina's comment to that would be, "Then make your own damn party." So anyway, I'm seeing an eyebrow <laughs> mentally in my head. I see this look with the eyebrow. It's it, she's in another room, but <laughs> I feel I feel, it feel, I feel it from here. I should have just kept my mouth shut. And now this is uh, recording in perpetuity. Um, let's see, gathering diadem, the gathering diadem. This was what my entire Sunday was. I I did a little bit of crafting. I think I capped red scripts of crafting and did my Zloe and all that good stuff. Shit, I gotta but, do that. Give me a pencil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it done, girl. I uh, jumped into the gathering, and I just went to the foundation or whatever and just went on with... I didn't take our airships. I oh, went there's with no fucking benefit. <laughs> there's not. Ugh. The salt still it's, lingers. It's, 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 it's snuck out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, and um, the first time I went... Now, I've gone in before. I went in two times before or once before with Cinna. I think twice before. Once was just to see what the fuck it was. The second time was to fish. And uh, I ran it three more times on Sunday. And this was with the idea, I'm going to get blue scripts. Because my understanding was, you don't have to use toil when you get to the nodes. And you don't. Uh, I'll get to that. So I get into it. Um, Everybody's nice, cordial, whatever. Everybody does the objectives for the most part. I think the first group, though, we had two people who were, like, had never done it before, and they thought they had joined the battle one. So maybe they need to differentiate these better. Maybe in the UI or something. It's not clear. Put a symbol for Nofuka and a symbol for Halone something next to him, a red and green, or a leaf and a sword, or something. Um, I joined the Matron. Two people were in there. They thought it was Fury instead of Matron. There was a couple other people in there that were like, you fucktards are just here to steal the bag at the end. You're not even doing the objectives. But who cares? You're getting, what, two Materia 4s and 10 Silver Spoils or whatever they are, Steel Spoils. I don't care. Have them. Enjoy it. If you don't craft or gather, it's not going to do you any good anyway. You're going to sell it for your measly 100K or whatever. Big deal. So we did the objectives, all that good stuff. And then um, I kind of followed the other people because I really wanted to see how they did it. Basically, um, during the hour that you're in there, however long it is, 
these these nodes rotate the ones at the bottom you have to kind of jump through the gap thing the ethereal gap and go to the bottom stuff and what i did was i just kept switching between botanist and miner and i went around and i was getting the materials for cordials until i saw that the node spawned then i would go to the island that was closest take the ethereal gap jump below and um you get to the node and you have to you have to use the um the snail because you won't make it if you don't so you get down there you use the snail you can sprint of course you you sprint over to where the thing is i got i have 650 gp so i i use my my big get uh, maybe i had 550 anyway use your big get and the thing to make sure you get 100 percent uh collectible and the collectibles down there now the whole node is full it's like all eight slots are full up and one of them is the red script and one of them is the blue script if you're mining you've got um adamantite ore whatever that's your red script and then you also have um oh it was on the tip of my tongue cooperite or something like that anyway um you can go for either one of those and then there's like a bunch of other ore and stuff that you can get at the same time but i was in it for the blue scripts uh basically i was able to get like do five gets doing the you can get five to six gets doing the the rotation the normal you know uh, 450 rotation and i would pull about five at a time and i did that until my inventory was full and i noticed that that's what what everybody was doing they would have like 30 slots or or something we would get done with the objectives about 15 to 20 minutes in and then we would jump down below and just fill up. And then you would see as people filled up their inventory, they just would leave. And I got mine full and I went. And it, I think I netted like somewhere between 1,500 and 1,700 blue scripts per, when, I, when I dumped everything. Per trip? So it, per trip. Oh, sweet. So I turned that in three times and I bought, I, I'm, I think I'm a book and a half or a book and a third. Um, and I'm almost done with my my blue script books, at least for the 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 mining and and uh, botany. I still need to do the fishing ones, but that's way low on my totem pole right now. I'm gonna get them done though because this is so fucking easy. Mm-hmm. You just go in. It's mindless. It's a Netflix kind of activity. It's find a YouTube channel or some music or something and just just farm blue scripts and then take a break and come back. So that's what I did all, well, all day Sunday, are, are and it was just real profitable. Are the objectives gathering objectives? Yeah, the gathering okay. uh, the gathering one is gathering objectives. So your bar at the top only fills when you when you gather. I don't think doing fates fills that bar. Okay. I do want to say though, when I touched a black crystal in the past, I think it gave me five points. Um, but otherwise, maybe fates give something small. I haven't tested that. But honestly, if you've got eight gatherers, every time somebody hits a node, it's a point. Mm. So eight, 16, dun, dun, dun. It's pretty fast. And um, I think if you focus on the gathering, that is the, that is the best way to finish all three objectives. Because really, the whole point is to clear through the objectives. And you <laughs> tell me if this is right. I, I don't mean to get Diadem Salty again, because I really think that the gathering one is good. I always thought Diadem Gathering was probably the best aspect of the Diadem, because what you've got is gathering with real danger. These enemies are true sight, or at least it was in the old Diadem. Now I can touch a snail and go do the thing. Take some of the difficulty away. But 
is should the objective be to finish the objective as quickly as possible so I can mindlessly grind nodes? Maybe. Maybe. I, that's what it is. Um, don't really... Don't expect to finish your um, emergency mission. I've been in three of those now, and they're all shit when you're on the Gatherer. And then... Cause, I mean, you can switch to a battle class. Of course, you're not throwing stones and stunning shit like 1.0, but you're... But, but the people aren't coordinated enough. They're in there for gathering, and then they go do the thing, and there's not enough people, typically. And then we did the dinosaur one. One of, the, one of those times I tried to do the last dinosaur fucking quest to get the minion and 20 of us showed up and I had a full party of eight and the healer did not heal. It just was bad. I was on a DPS and it was just, it was pathetic. And as soon as we wiped once, everybody said, fuck it back to gathering. So back to gathering, which was more profitable. Um, and then the cordial thing, I did that, you know, in the meantime, and I think I made, of the three trips in there, I think I've made two stacks of cordials. Oh, the only thing you can't get is the aloe, and uh, and that's just right outside of Little Alamigo, northeast of it. And then uh, the the uh, filtered water, which I already had like two stacks of those anyway. So there you go. It's worth it, folks. If you if you like to gather, it's it's worth it. Spend a Sunday, turn on your favorite Netflix show or whatever you plan on trying to catch up on, and. Get you some diadem gathering. Very cool. Questions from the audience? Anybody have any <laughs> questions about I, 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 diadem yeah, gathering? Yeah, I already had you. I, no, mine's more of a crabbiness that I still wish there was a benefit to having one of our awesomely outfitted ships, but no. Well, what was the benefit before? You, you could, could go, go in the, the extreme one mode, the hard mode, and that was longer, yeah. and so that was the time benefit. I, I wish there was some kind of like a gathering benefit you know it'd be nice for my free company members to get like maybe a plus 25 gathering or something so they can level up maybe doing mm. it you know i know sin is her minor is 60 but her botanist is like 57 58 it'd be nice if there was a big enough bonus that she could use it as a, a leveling up kind of thing um that'd be neat a catch up for the gatherers yeah through. Through the diadem. Um, and I don't know what other benefit. I guess for battle, you know, give us some kind of stat boost or something. It would be, it would incentivize people to work on their airships. Uh, but what's incentive? You know, give us relics <laughs> in our beds, right? Yeah. Heck the bed. Anyway, heck the bed. Dammy. That's all I got. That's what I did this week. It was just a whole lot of get. I think there was, a, maybe I got some triple triad cards. Like I bought like Senior Sabotender and there was one other I got and... Um, it was just like just a bunch of little crap along the way. Did some did some battle content. I don't, I don't think I helped anybody. I think I was super selfish this past <laughs> week. I don't think I helped a soul. I think the only person I helped was Rubicon Vale. You monster, and I like it that way. <laughs> you monster. Yes, I'm evil. Uh, Yelta, what'd you do? Um, I had my like super productive, exciting. Got a bird and got a triple triad i did that like a couple weeks ago so this last mm -hmm. week it was just all i want is fucking birds that's all i yeah. want i want to do my birds i want to work on my zloe book and my chloe or my the chloe book and the zloe crafting mm -hmm. and uh i just i i cannot i keep joining these farm parties and they just like can't even do any mechanics and i just don't understand and i'm yeah. not talking about being salty Ooh, skip sore or kick or you know it wasn't that we weren't skipping sore it doesn't matter 
but is this like more fang and claw and more green tethers and just that kind people, of stuff like fall i was in a zervan farm party where the healer fell off oh didn't you tell me you were in a zervan where like the bard was across the room when everybody was stacking yes like they would just stack way yeah, off there was there was i I, I'm I'm like too exhausted even to tell you all the horrible parties I had. Cause You're just repelling shot away from the group. <laughs> right off the, I all I need I think I'm down to needing Nidhog and Zervin. Mm-hmm. So I will I will get them I will persevere but I just I got so discouraged on like two solid nights of just parties that couldn't clear, and so maybe I just need to shake it up and do something else. I I, I haven't even done my Zloe crafting i did nothing and then uh ulf got a new job so i had to drive to south dakota and i spent the weekend with him after i got him home so uh we're both super hyped and i'm sure you are too there's still a lot of you know i've actually spent more time reading how hyped or tentatively hyped or not quite as hyped as it could be about stormblood stuff so really it's like kind of coasting to stormblood yeah, and I still feel like we're due some news, because you and I were talking just before, and we have a friend, Scarlet, he's a, a good guy, he follows us, and uh, talks a lot in the community, and he was mentioning on Twitter today that uh, we're running out of time before March ends, and 3.6, the promised March debut of 3.56, um, where where are you? Well, there's no news about 3.56, you know, so... You know what that means. What? It's going to come out as soon as we hit stop recording for the week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. As soon as we finish. Let me. I should refresh it now because there's, there's probably F5. patch notes. Hit fi- there's probably patch notes. <laughs> there will be patch notes oh, for 3.56 as soon as we're done here. Oh, but um, it, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I just feel like we. it's a little mums the word right now. And I would hope that we would get a little bit of something something. Before we get too too far into the end of March, today's the 21st, it is a Tuesday, next Tuesday is the last Tuesday, hey, they can do Thursday patches, so we might see a Thursday the 30th, but uh, that seems odd for a, that seems odd for a story patch, even though it's not a, a full numbered I think I misspoke earlier and said 3.6, but, 3.5, but it's not a, six. it's a 3.56, it? so it's not like, does that, does that mean it has to be on a Tuesday? And you can't really tell me with a straight face that the diadem is pushing back 3.56. Like we really, we did so much hard work on the diadem over the last year that it pushed back the story content. Well, it, of patch part two for three point five, like I don't. Well, it is the story uh, content, right? So I'm I'm expecting long cutscenes and maybe a couple fetch quests. I I would be thrilled, but I don't think they'll do it to give us another uh, trial. You know, we had yeah, we, we had steps because we had steps of faith, right? Yeah, and then they relented and said, "Oh, that was a bad idea. We shouldn't yeah. have done steps of faith because it's it's too hard." Yeah, we had the chrysalis steps before that. Steps of faith that, can know? be beaten like halfway through now. Well, they nerfed the fuck out of it, also, but oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, but I don't know. I cleared it that first day, and we had people in there. Someone had seen one, you know, a couple of polls before. No one knew what they were doing, and we just figured it out. So I'm I I'm still having issue. It's crazy uh, that when you like what is it called? Uh communicate. When you, you when can you get type shit accomplished. type in the word box? 
Mm-hmm. And, the and little, read the the, word there's box. a little box in the corner. Yeah, you have to read it too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a problem some people have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're. We, I don't know, man. Hey, we we we're running out of time. I want to see stuff come. At the same time, I'm like, you know, even if it it stretches closer to Stormblood's launch, but you kind of want them to just be focused on Stormblood. It's like, really, we're going to kind of limp all the way into it? It's nice to not have a three-month gap, but the way this is looking, it might be the first week of April for something, and then, what, mid-April? Because we've got this, what, 3.57? That's, that's going to be li- That's going to be like, I think that's just going to be... A relic? No, I think that's just going to be... Uh, they'll probably like double the tome cap. They'll probably oh, add, that's the unlock of shit. They'll add mm. all the other stuff into other content, so you can upgrade all of your. It's armor. only one lore for Umbra. Yeah, per, yeah, yeah. That's what it'll be, though. It'll. I don't. I don't think it's going to be content. I mean, I can wish, but. No, oh, well, there's not. They're not going <laughs> to add no, anything. It's not going to be like anything new. So I don't know. So it is. We're coasting. We're coasting at this yeah. point. Yeah. What's the next? What's the next thing that we're supposed to get? Is there a live letter I soon? Think we're what's, supposed to what's get a live letter, but I don't know when it is. I don't think they've told us when it is, but they they keep. I think they talked. Didn't they talk about their? You know, they're going to talk about the balancing adjustments and actions and stuff. In they a, have promised that they're going to give us more. And, more stuff about the jobs or the mm-hmm. stats or how they're making those changes. We need that. That is desperately where we are because we're having debates within our own um, uh, Discord chats like, what is the deal with accuracy? What's the deal with parity? What's the deal with morale? What, what? They haven't told us anything definitive, and if they have, I need to see the post. I need to see the Reddit thread that says what we know about Stormblood with the quotes and the links to the articles and the Famitsus and the Nico Nikos and all that stuff that have been translated where Yoshida flat out says, we are doing X. Uh, because I feel like there's a lot less of that this go around than we had the last time. Is this, am I just, my head up my ass? I, or are we I think, really shrouded in mystery about some of the changes? I feel like they keep, well, and I think they might have even said it, that, you know, they don't want to announce stuff because then they have to do it or you know because they, they 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 even said in some interview fairly recently i thought that they were making up and just making adjustments up until you know right before it was done or whatever so mm-hmm. you know i think that's i don't know i still by god miss those old roadmaps i know they're not doing them they've said they're not doing them but i'm like even if it even if you don't deliver on every one of those things i for me i'd like to be like Here's what we'd like oh, to do. Oh, but Yelta, you have to have a vision oh. to have a roadmap. You have to see where you're going to draw a map. Uh-huh. Ooh. No, that was a little little salty right there. Maybe. Yeah. Get a GPS. <laughs> Yoshida, get a GPS. Uh, all right. I think that's it. Uh, you go ahead and shoot the shit, listeners. Go to our website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know what you've been up to. And cool. Leave us a comment. All right. First round is news, news, news. They are announced the gear design contest finalists. I swear to God, I have not even pulled this up. I just yeah. There's <laughs> some there's some hot ones in here, honestly. But there's a shitload, so it would be very difficult to go through each and every one of these. I didn't even look through each and every one. I will say about oh three fourths 
to maybe oh, four-fifths down the page. There is one on the right-hand side. Dia, uh, Diawart. 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 Okay. Forgive me. It's kind of red and blue. I like. I just like the art. I just like <laughs> the. It's it's almost Disney the way that the uh, the characters look. Uh, let me see if I can. Let me link this yeah. to you so you can look exactly. There's some scrolling at the one I'm down here. There's about. some really cute ones. There's some somebody. Oh, the healer design contest. Very very cool. There's there's some nice ones in here. It looks like there's like all kinds of different. Yeah yeah yeah. There's there's all sorts of different. I like the red and the blue. Solitaire yeah, medic cute. set. That actually looks like it would fit really nicely into the game, but not be a copy paste of what they already have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, there is some beautiful stuff in here. I'm, you know, of course, as a healer, I'm partial to the red and white stuff. I do like that. A lot of people who who put stuff in here um, have a have a white mage bend, mm -hmm. so you you get a lot of the the red and white. Um, but it's kind of cool too because you're looking ahead to what something a red mage might mm -hmm. wear as well. Yeah, there's um, a couple in here that say red mage to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still like that one uh, tank design one that looked very red mage mm -hmm. from uh, Bravely Default with the roses on it. I hope the fuck they do something with that. I also like this carbuncle suit that's dyeable so you can have your different colored <laughs> carbuncles. Some of these are really nice. I, I'm always so surprised at the the skill level of the fans. Oh, shit. This one's like fire and ice. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Some of them like even look like, well, this is definitely a white mage outfit, but it looks different than any other white mage outfit I've ever seen. Some of these are a little sexy. A little sexy. Oh, this one looks like Realm from mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VI. And I love the oh. ones who are like... They're 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 drawing skills are not that good, but 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 the the, the idea they're going for is 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 fun, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like I, I'd actually kind of like them to grab something that you know might be a stick figure, but you could see the elements that they were going for. You know, I say I can't draw, but if and I'm not saying any of these these all these people kind of blow me away, mm. but. To maybe just, you know, draw the shape of a head and the shape of a hand and shape of a foot. But if you can get detailed with the, the clothing, I don't think that's a reason to not enter a contest. I mean, just because you can't draw individual fingers and toes well. I know hands and feet are hard to draw. At least that's what I've heard. I can't draw shit. Uh, but but uh, I don't even think you have to go that far. If you can kind of just do a little sketch, I think you can get away with a nice one. And now that being said, there's some shit in here that's super detailed. I'm looking at one that looks like an uh, an Elvon is wearing it, and it is detailed. Mm. It looks like some tribal deal with like green and and red cloaking, uh, or the drapes over it, and it's a really intricate headset with gold trim on it. Mother of Pearl is on the back uh, and the front, like a belt design. It these are beautiful. This one is beautiful. Oh, there's a butterfly kind of influenced one that just is gorgeous mm -hmm. fiery draconian robes of casting that's kind of sexy oh, and i like that some people drew lalafell and some people drew you know elizins and some people drew them some of them did a couple they did a couple different here's how it would look like on you know a lalafell and a row mm -hmm. rows are woefully underrepresented 
You know, I wonder I wonder how close that gets you in the contest if you draw it on different ones because then the art design team says, Hey, we don't have to try to try to make this for different <laughs> sets. We already we already know what it's gonna idea. look like on other stuff. Very cool. There's some nice stuff here. I'm actually really surprised how many I didn't I guess I, I knew from reading about the contest, but when you you see how many finalists this is, they 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 picked a lot. I'm sure there's a, a hard number, but I, I'm looking at it looks like at least twenty to thirty, maybe closer to the thirty side for the DPS. Yeah, there's probably about thirty apiece, thirty to thirty to forty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure they told us the number. I'm just too remember. lazy to go look it up right <laughs> I'd now. Have to click something. Oh, so super talented people, and I am excited and look forward to seeing some of these designs in the game. Uh, you oh, know, do Yelta. Well, what? We didn't even have to click. It says at the fucking top, the team has selected 52 designs We're lazy <laughs> for the as DPS fuck. and 50, 52 for the healer. We can't even read, folks. We're too lazy to fucking read. Uh, 104 total. But do you remember when yeah. they did like the rings way back? Oh, that yeah. Was, like, I still have those something. rings. They did the ring design contest, and, and, that, and those rings, I, I smile when I see. The Gissel ring yes. is still cool. I still wear the it. It's the right ring I wear, actually. Mm-hmm. I like that one. All right, all right, all right. Um, we have some updates to the fan kit. It's oh, probably big news. yeah. Probably oh, look, it's Stormblood wallpapers. Hmm. It's the primals, the the two new primals. Is, I mean, I, I'll give you that um, <laughs> Lamio queen here. What's her name? I don't remember, but she looks cool. Penelope, Sophia, too. What that? Oh, oh, Lakshmi. Um, she she looks cool, but this I haven't seen, or maybe I haven't paid attention to is. Her tail behind it. Oh yeah, because she is the queen of the Lamia or the goddess or whatever their their deity for the the beast the Lamia beast tribe. They're not called Lamia; they're called something else. But it's a Lamia. Lamia. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then old uh, Susano, the storm thunder dude with giant shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulder pads. He's bringing the eighties back. Oh my lord. Okay. Okay, we have some interviews. We got long last week. We got really long this week. Mm. Uh, what we got? PAX East 2017 fan site interviews. Uh, yes. I, I ripped this this thread right out of uh, BG Forum. Thank you, Blue Garter. <laughs> uh, let's see. They there there's what is there like three actual whoa three actual interviews i think uh yes they worked together though i think to like not have repeated questions and stuff yeah i don't think there's any overlap on the questions now there was a q a panel we covered in our last episode um and we we took that from gamer escape they had extensive coverage thank you fusion x and gamer escape for that and then they also had an interview gamer escape had an interview along with uh reddit and mog talk had an interview um so i think what we want to do is just go and turn and just cover the the stuff and um we don't really have a synopsis but these interviews aren't terribly long so i don't know if you want to just pick questions or just just, read through just just kind of breeze through (laughs) they they did well we know for okay looking at the gamerscape one initially right away sure uh we know that liberating alamigo is definitely one of these you know plot points and they they were wondering if we're gonna do that for doma also so um 
Because, because you know, I think this was a good. This question. was a good question. It was, and it's a very lore-heavy question. And at the same time, it really, you know, what do we expect? We all care about what zones we're going to see and how long we're going to stay somewhere. So uh, they said that. So at FanFest, and you said that in order to see Alamigo, we will need to liberate it and go there. Will there be a similar system for Doma? How will liberation be different between the two cities? And apparently, we've misunderstood. That on parts of, mm-hmm. in terms of accessing Alamigo, there was a question raised about stepping into the Alamigo region, and there was a mention of first driving away the Garlean power that holds the area. Access to the area is limited. For Doma, you don't have to worry about liberating first; you can just go there. But but it's, weren't they told me what I need to know? But weren't they? See, so well, but I still think this also supports our theory about we tiptoe around Alamigo and then we go do stuff in Doma and come back. Yes, uh, it tiptoes around that, and it it uh, it could also mean there's a part of me that believes that we may never set set foot inside Alamigo. <laughs> we'll just never go there. There's a part of me that thinks that Alamigo fucking burns or something. Nuke it from uh, orbit. It's the only way okay, to be sure. Okay, bear with me on this. And I, I know all of my prophecies have been <laughs> wrong in the past, All right, but I'm going <laughs> to prophesy again. And my prophecy is that the lyrics to Revolutions, there is a spot in the lyrics that say a, um, it talks about like fire and stuff, and but it also talks that um, a funeral pyre to, what is the lyrics? A funeral pyre to rouse the slumbering, raised to rouse the slumbering heavens. But the word raised... The word raised could be R A Z E D. So not like raised, not, not like raised up, more like raised not, to the ground. Not I, you raise me up. <laughs> no, more like I'm going to raise your ass to the ground. There is a, I can bend this enough to say, Alamigo is raised, and this is this is. The gods have to wake up because a whole region has now been set aflame. A whole city, a whole area is now destroyed. They're going to burn it like they burnt that area in Othard. The Garleans will totally destroy it. That could happen at the beginning. That could happen at the end. But I think when he says there's a misunderstanding on the part of accessing Alamigo, I think we're going to hit the gate and either it's going to be destroyed or we're going to send us away. We're going to circumvent, and at the end of the day, that shit is burnt to the ground. <laughs> That's my prophecy. Well, they didn't, you know how, like, when we went to Ishgard, even at FanFest, they're like, here are pictures of Ishgard. Yeah. We do not. Here's the city. Here's the thing. And everybody's like, oh, can we move there? Are we going to get a housing system there? Yada, yada. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. But Ruby's nuke so. it to the ground. Raise it. Nuke Raise it to the it. Listen, this is I didn't invent that. Yoshida invented that shit. He Dalamuted A, he's Dalamuted B. He's got <laughs> Dalamuts floating over that we're waiting to find out more about uh, in the next storyline. You know, as a slab will crash into it. How about that? Why the fuck Why? not? <laughs> what are they using Oz's law for other than fixing my relic? There's a whole Garlean area over there. Maybe they uh they're, they're having picnics. I don't know. You would, don't do you know. think they could fix their ship by now? Orgy. Ugh. There's an orgy. Garlean orgies. <laughs> they use elegant technology. I just glowing dildos. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you make me snort into the microphone again, and then I'm gonna get tweets about it again. Blow the speakers out. Oh my lord. Okay. 
The next that was just the first question. That's just the, of the we're, first at, we're at ten minutes of question. This is going to be a long one. No, no, no. We'll go faster. All right. Uh, they asked about Deep Dungeon in Stormblood. Yes, we're getting it, and apparently there will be hints as we traverse through the areas that ooh, you know, this is going to be this is where it's going to be implemented. So we're we're encouraged to keep an eye out for that. They talk about Thavnir, doesn't have a flag on the map, and we won't be able to access it right away. We'll get we'll there. We'll get there. Uh, I think so. The I think the relic are. leads us there a little bit. That's where I... Thavnirian tacos. You heard it here a million times, but again, <laughs> Thavnirian tacos. Also, you've got relic elements of the relic quest, yeah. the anima, and with the little boy in this one, and they all have to do with Radzitzhan. We, we've heard about Radzitzhan forever. So we'll be getting there, but maybe that's a 4.4 4 or something like that where we start seeing glimpses of it. Who knows? All right. Uh, we're losing our veteran reward system. We're supposed to get some other loyalty program. They, they haven't even really decided yet. They plan on no, one. Man, and blah, I still blah, want blah. my squall outfit. <laughs> oh, let's see. Okay. Oh, Okay, so this one's near and dear to our heart. Mm, let's read this oh, one. As of the last fan fest, a lot of people were expecting Proto Ultima to be the first 24-man trial. Instead, it was just put into the raid content. Were there plans for it to be a separate trial? If so, why did it change? And their answer is, I don't think we ever mentioned it was going to be a 24-man trial. <laughs> it was more... You're deluded. You're deluded. It was more along the lines that we'd like to, you to speculate where it would fit in. So it is as the development team planned. Short and unsatisfying. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> had it been an independent piece of content, it may have been good when it first launched, but at the end it would have become content that no one could get matched up in. It was intentional that it would be part of the Alliance series. Fuck you. I'm I do sorry. Odin twice a week just because people want it for their books. I like the line, it may have been good when it first launched because it's, it's not good instead. No, instead, we made it bad when it launched. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh God. No, I mean, there's not like, okay, Purple Ultima is not a bad fight. It does. Sometimes when your group is really not that good, you go, what the fuck? Because we wiped on it. Did, did you and I, were we in a group where we wiped? Sin and I I was, don't think I, think. I ever, well, Ooh, wait, yeah, I, I think I wiped on it, it this, like the third week I did it or this, I don't remember. And I'm like, are you serious that right just, now? We wiped on it. But it's because people don't focus the three little things to burn it down so we can limit break yeah. the proto ultima at the end. So, you know, it's not that it's difficult. It's just people are dumb, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, this game is full of fucking tethers. If you don't know to hit the te the first fucking boss fight in the game has a goddamn tether to a to an imp. To the psycho demon, and oh you know you gotta God, kill the fucking right. imp. It's the goddamn first dungeon. You oh don't understand Lord. the mechanics. Nah. So anyway, um, I, it, again, this is just like the first question where Yoshida's like, "We didn't tell you that. We never said that." But you keep alluding to these things, or you make it a you made it a fight. Okay, you made it a fight. In a fan fest, just like you did Odin, that was a separate fight in a separate thing. When Odin came out, it came out exactly like it was at fan fest. Why should the fans believe in a different paradigm than what you said? Yeah. So, okay, maybe they they never did say it. 
But this again is like, Yoshida, you troll. Like, okay, some of this are like, yeah, that's fine. You're you're the producer, director. You don't have to tell every fucking move that you're going to make. But he kind of goes in, t- like in line with this, the trolly attitude that Yoshida has taken for Stormblood. It's like, I really just want you to prove that this shit is going to be good. I- because... Because I had, because Heaven's Word, we were sold completely into it. Like, Heaven's Word, Heaven's Word. They're taking the kid gloves off. They're going to make things interesting and dynamic. So maybe we deluded ourselves in Heaven's Word and we we believed it was going to be X and it turned out to be, you know, half of X or square root of X or whatever. And it wasn't exactly what we wanted it to be. And um, now we're getting into Stormblood and we're like, we need more information, more news. So maybe we are just drawing these conclusions because we weren't told stuff. I realize that Proto Ultima is not part of Storm's Blood, but it's just, it's given me fear about what what he's able to release, what he's not, what he's willing to talk about. And, and, and it gets real politician to me. It's getting real politician when you're like, well, we never overtly said that. Well, uh, you know, this is exactly what the design team, this is what our administration has set out to do from the beginning. Do you not? It well, is the mainstream never... media that makes you believe that this was going to be. Well, no- nothing a... he did was actually illegal. <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm just so glad we got his tax returns from 30 years ago that we could. Pre- anyway, <laughs> let's, go with the, let's go with the Q&A. All right. All right. Um, oh, some people apparently have trouble downloading the game from the official launcher, and have they considered other ways to download the files from an alternative source? And Yoshi just like, well, it's not impossible. How are people having issues? And then, so there's this whole discussion about why, in the same house, on the same network, two different computers. <sighs> well, your computer's not facing the right... You know you have to face west during... A full moon mm-hmm. to to get the same connection as I think that was what Yoshida's response here was same network oh, sa- oh, same that might same be network issue. they might think you're logging in twice oh yeah because I because well, I don't have three computers and a PS4 that all want to download yeah the patch. I, it's, and Cinna and I don't play next to each other at the same time patching and doing stuff it really the guy needs to stand uh. on his tippy toes lick his finger stick it in a light socket and then <laughs> that. That's Yoshida's response oh my God. for the thing. I, you know, people talk about, you know, you you know, yes, a lot of people use a VPN to get around it. And if you're logged in and you're logged out and, oh my God, it's just, it's just, it's just dumb. And yes, some people, yes, maybe some of our ISPs are being assholes. That's true too. But I don't know. You're going to tell me they have, he makes it sound like people have issues downloading my game. And I'm like, bitch, people have issues downloading your game. People who have never had trouble in three years occasionally have trouble patching your game. People who, you know, can do anything else they want to on the internet. Oh, oh, and then let's ban accounts because of chargebacks. And let's... Uh, we'll talk about uh, that. Yeah. You know, it's just... And you, other games really? have torrents. You can go torrent the, the patches or whatever. So there should be alternate routes for being able to get this stuff if needed. Yeah. So anyway... All right, there is a question about for players that resonate best with crafters and gatherers instead of battle classes. There have been new ways for them to get bonuses and experience, but it's not very interactive. It's solo content. We haven't really seen social ways to use them since Hamlet in 1.0. Oh my God, they brought up Hamlet. Are there any plans for them to be more social and active in content again? Yeah, really? really? This is another one of those, I totally understand your sentiment. Ha ha. I just... 
uh, so uh, he he apparently took that question to mean, well, we tried to make it interactive with the animal co- weapon content, oh. so you know, but there was a lot of backlash having to use you know crafted items for blah blah blah. It's like, oh, oh my god, his answers yeah, make me so I, mad. Mm. I don't know. It's like he has a stock answer for whatever he wants to dodge. Because I, I, maybe I can understand him believing that that was interactive in some way. But again, those are two kind of, two kind of linear solo type things that you just kind of forced on each other to make it well, work. I mean, yeah. now that there's other avenues that you can get it, but but for example, Senna was doing some of her relics. She's she's working on the axe, and she. You know, now that the steps are real easy, she's flying through it. She's almost up to where I'm at. I think she has 60 Umbrite oh, already. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> she's about to be finishing up singing clusters here like within a week. But uh, that being said, she was on the step for the, you know, the adamantite thingy and the king cake and all that bullshit. Yeah. So I'm like, let me let me craft these for you because I can craft them easy. You don't have to have high quality anymore. This would be... No, nah, the dawn, every one of those stupid ass items still requires a Dawnborn Aether mm-hmm. Sand. And you could just and buy the it from your grand company. <laughs> buy the item from your grand company. The Dawnborn Aether Sands were selling on Excalibur during the weekend for anywhere between 25k a piece to 30k a piece. Sometimes upwards of 35k. It's not it's not exactly easy to get them. You you, you if you know anything about gathering from the from those legendary whatever those are called, um, they're not legendary, but whatever they're called, the ethereal reduction shits. When you do those, you have to you have to have 600 GP, or else you're gonna fucking fail. You have to do the right rotation, and that rotation has a bit of RNGesus in it, where you have to proc that that increased gathering hit, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the green proc. The gatherers know what I'm talking about. The spooky eyes. You have to, or what, the, the spooky, spooky eye green one. proc. Yeah. You have to get that on the first or second naturally, or else you, you need to just go pop two more nodes and then come back. So it's not really like... And even when you do that, you have to target the right item. You have to get enough. When you do it, you have a chance that, you know, sometimes you get uh, ethereal d- dusk sand. Sometimes you get dawn sand. Sometimes you get light kissed aether sand. Sometimes you get leaf born or what it's not exactly sometimes you get shit sometimes you only get clusters and crystals you can have the best equipment you can do a flawless rotation and you can still not get what you want i feel like you you can spend an hour farming doing everything right and get fucked right up the ass and that's you know what i'm not saying that that's bad I'm saying that at this point, if if you're going to reduce the requirements, because they took Dawnborn Aether Sand out of some of the the crafts recently, mm-hmm. that was patched out. I think they should have removed it from those too to make those easier, because you could buy the items themselves off the auction house. They were selling 25k mm-hmm. a piece, or I could buy the Dawnborn Aether Sand for 25k a piece and then craft the item. Which why? would i do that so anyway she ended up just using fucking grand company <laughs> seals and buying the whole well lot. it's like they have said it forever though she's not balanced well well they've always made the stuff that should be easy hard and the stuff that should be hard easy and i guess my point with that is 
if that's your example of integration and then saying, well, we tried, it's not balanced appropriately, so it doesn't feel as smooth. And that's not even what people are talking about. No, people about. are talking They're about... They're talking about building a house or building a fort, a fort making or a something cake together. that... Making a cake together. Or, or some kind of content that did pair with the battle classes like... For example, if we did have something like Final Fantasy XI's Besieged or some other type Besieged content where th- floods of enemies were coming in at some regular pace every 10 minutes or something and crafters and gatherers got experience points or seals or tomes for fortifying the M- Making bandages, making potions, fortifying the barriers. Yeah, yeah, repairing shit. What if you could go into the diadem and something would, some magic vine would grow, and you had to have somebody switch to a gatherer to chop it down. I mean, that would be cool. We, and we talked about shit like that forever, oh, yeah. where it was, you know, Knights of the Knights of the Old Republic or the Star Wars game. They had dungeons that, if your, I don't remember what the classes were, but if your X was was high enough level, you could hit the panel on the wall and it made a door open that either had an additional treasure chest or a shortcut or something like that. And I know that might be breaking. I know Yoshida's talked about that a million years ago and he didn't really want it to be a requirement that you had a a crafter to go into a dungeon. But there should be some kind of open world incentive and I'm hoping Eureka slash something that's Mm. more open worldy or maybe leave worthy, you know, to, people have talked about that too. Why aren't, why aren't, I think that was on Speakers Network. Uh, why aren't they using the leaves more? Like where maybe you use 25 leaves or 50 leaves at a time, but it does do some kind of bigger pop content with bigger something. rewards. Yeah. Pop items, something that it's an underutilized deal, just like guild hests are underutilized. Um, and it could be something that uh, you could maybe integrate this content. It just seems like, well, we tried it with one thing, and, and it did, didn't seem to work you didn't out. Like it. So you didn't like it, so you're not going to get anything uh, more from I'm me. I'm wondering if he doesn't understand the question. I don't remember if it was a fan who suggested it, or if it was, or if it was the devs who actually said way early on they'd like to do a thing where you had to escort a crafter to an anvil in the middle of you know a volcano and they could only craft some item there but i guess that's that oh, wouldn't well, that be that's awesome like as Ragn- fuck? when that and then like ro ragnarok online where know. they had well you know Cinna and i had a roommate a good friend of mine that would do um is it war of imperium and and there would be these god items that they could craft but when they Whenever they get their objective, the, the RO players are going, fucking Ruby, don't you know? <laughs> um, they would they would hit some objective or they'd win enough castles or beat enough crystals or whatever they had to do that would give them a very small window to get to the bottom of this dungeon. And when they got to the bottom, they had a small window that they could craft this god item. And the god item gave them Jesus powers when they were doing the PvP content that helped them hold their tower or crystal or whatever the hell that they were doing in the PvP content. And only certain guilds, very few people were able to get this god item. My roommate was one that had several through his guild because they were like top tier i think cinna also funny enough i think cinna played with my my (laughs) ex-roommate small world i think their their guilds mixed at one time and um she too had done some of this uh, god item stuff so it's possible other games do it where you could go to the belly of 
uh, Og- Ogamoro and and craft something, um, but <sighs> Yoshida couldn't balance it, and he would say it was game breaking. Well, and and I I don't want to blame the community, but the community is actually kind of to blame for whining every time they add yeah. something that's like. So you could either have the sexy sort of awesomeness or do this quest and get plus one weapon damage and have the flamey sexy sort of awesomeness. And really, you know, especially with the gateway, they nerf stuff. It would only be the sexy sort of awesomeness anyway for six months. So it's, let's, you know, but we, but I don't feel like we get to adventure at all. I feel like we're adventurous. We don't actually go do anything adventure I'm going to make a comment that may be completely off base, but I think Yoshida is now trying to play daddy with some of this stuff. And, and, and I think his snarky answer here and in several other things is his way of being the dad, but it's too late and it's for the wrong stuff. We wanted him to stand up to a bunch of the whiners and stuff that said the content's too hard, quit making it so easy. We wanted Yoshida to stand up to some of that, but it almost seems like Yoshida is standing up to those who want ingenuity, that want some, some newer some creativity, stuff. creativity, some creativity he's standing up to those that want more difficult content and he's like no we're going to have ice cream for dinner okay <laughs> it's like that's not the Steak dad I, was like, I'm, I should be eating the peas right no gang we're gonna have snow cones and ice cream and brownies for dinner come on i'm your dad here it's like uh, i don't that does it seems like we're catering You've said uh, this, like, who are they catering to? Are we catering to the right people when we're putting up our hand and saying, no, we gave you this content before, you didn't like it. It's like you're standing up for, you're, 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 you're pushing back against a player base, an idea from the player base and stuff, but I just don't think that the right things that you're standing up against. I feel like you should be standing up against some of the dumbing down of the content, well, or the easing of the content, or the, the fact that we can't have a, um, a trial in 3.56 because it might be too difficult and nobody would do it, or we can't put Proto Ultima in a thing because, you know, it would get boring and nobody would want to play it anymore. I, I, I still See, thought those things were good things. I ex- fully expected to wake up that day, spend the day wiping the Proto Ultima, learn it the next day, and then just spend the next until Stormblood comes out farming accessories for all of my jobs. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the weekly yeah. lockout if it was in a you know in a separate trial or whatever. And then if it was in a separate trial, it needs to be more difficult than what mm-hmm. it was. But you know that would have been another Friday night <laughs> thing to do, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, anyway we got two all more right, so to let's go. let's move on to the Reddit's 2017 PAX interview. Okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh, let's see. Uh, the first question, you know, for a game that's super accessible to colorblind and you know people, and honestly, they've won awards for like being accessible for just dis- people with disabilities and whatnot. But uh, the PlayStation 4, you can't see the telegraphs or AOEs on the grounds. They're always orange, blah, blah, blah. Are there any uh, plans to add some accessibility options? And they're like, the mode itself is already created, already set up. It's just there's some compatibility issues. So they're not really ready. Mm. To... I'm glad they're working on it, though. That's that's good. He seemed like he didn't understand, though, why they had the issue. And they had to say, it's Zervin. You have red and blue circles. It's kind of hard to see oh, red and blue. See, they fi- see, what dungeon? It was Wanderer's Palace Hard. Do you remember the circles on the ground and colorblind yeah. people couldn't tell? So they changed the shapes of the totems inside. There's no reason mm-hmm. you couldn't do that. Right? right. Or, you know. Anyway. Uh, so, good, good. Uh, and Yoshida was curious to know because it's brought up. It keeps 
getting brought up more frequently here at PAX than before. Was there anything to trigger that? Oh, you just said that. Zervan Extreme. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people can't see it. Oh, they keep asking about this, guys. Yes, we have asked and we want a glamour log. I want not to fill retainers full of all the shit or to be able to put... Hell, 11 had that NPC you would put give your gear to and it would give you tickets. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. All right, so they're like, can we have a transmog log? Like, wow. And Yoshida thought about it, and it's possible. It's not impossible, but there's so many other things they want to do. It's not a priority. So, I don't know. I, I, this could free up inventory space. I mean, I know they're talking about the server thing, and maybe I'm not thinking about it the right way, where maybe I guess if everybody had this unlimited Glamour book, maybe it would take up more service space than the other, but... Same time, you wouldn't have to clutter. I wouldn't have to clutter my inventory with a bunch of items that I may or may not use. I'm gonna have to simplify before too long again because Stormblood's gonna come mm -hmm. out, and I'm gonna have a bunch of gear sets and all this other stuff as I progress to level 70, and then level my next job, and then level my next job, and um, so I'm gonna be cluttered up again, and I'm gonna have to reduce stuff to just like boots and a couple of pair of leggings that I like, mm -hmm. and all the weapons I like. And maybe a couple of sets of gloves. And then that's really it. Well, and they've added some ways to get some things back, right? The Armor can store some things. The Calamity Salvager can resell you some things. I don't understand what's... Well, it's probably a, stor a data storage issue. But a Glamour book really just has to record, do I have this piece or not? Right? Yeah. It doesn't... It, it's Glamour. It doesn't have to store the dye color. Because you dye stuff after you Glamour it. It doesn't have to mm -hmm. store, it doesn't even really have to fucking store the, you know, there's no special stats it has to store. I don't know. I don't understand. I feel like everything's got an item ID. You have a book that just says, does Yalta own this item? Yes or no. I don't understand what's so hard about that. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I don't know how their database is built. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Uh, currently in fights such as Zervan with Sword, and multiple parts in A11S, such as the entire ball phase. <laughs> We've seen them balls, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like the four balls, is it po it's possible to skip those things due to high DPS, and that can make some fights awkward, and it can make some players feel like skipping these is the only option in the fight. There's a big, a big community backlash where if you can't skip sore we're disbanding the party and is there any plans to address this in i'm so glad this question got asked <laughs> so you know in north america this is a huge problem right so yeah we see it a lot um i i i personally have not been into after the first two weeks of Zervin, though i have not been in a party that has just been skip sore or disband now I'm not. I hadn't been doing this as much as maybe Yelta has done it or some others, but I haven't been in a skip. So I've been in some that are just awful, um, but I haven't been in any that is like we didn't skip sore this time. It's over. I think it's a good indicator how your DPS is going to push if they if you get close to skipping sore or what have you. It's sadder <laughs> that you don't skip that that one tank knockback thing. That's when you know you're you got problems. It's mm -hmm. not the skipping sword; it's the other deal. Well, you're gonna have to deal that... with sword anyway in the second phase. And that's so the just other point. Run over there, stand in your spot, and be like, "Yay!" You know, I I if people are doing that, I I usually only expect that within the first couple of weeks because at this point, 
I'm not, I think we could skip in an A11S the ball thing. I think we have the DPS, the eye level to do it. We just need the familiarity to do it. But I wouldn't call that a requirement. Now, maybe when A11S first came out and people were pugging it, that was the indicator whether your group was even going to have the the balls <laughs> to uh, to make it to the end of it. Um, now, I don't think that's as much of an indicator. So his his answer here when he's talking about it depends on the who designed it or whatever. They're mindful of it. I do like fights that you can skip stuff because I think ultimately it's going to be easier to get that to... Farm parties point, are more fun be, when you can skip stuff. The farm parties are more fun when you can skip stuff in like Ravana. But I think Ravana had a good skip. I think Ravana is is balanced right where it's like you skip stuff, but it doesn't feel like you're just completely blowing out the mechanics. Maybe in 4.0 we will, but throughout 3.0 I didn't feel like it was. We were just terribly. Like, you had you nice get to you, well, get to you get to skip the hardest part of the fight. You get to skip the sword because the harness was near the, the end things yeah the hardest is near the end and and if you beat it early so maybe that's the kind of balancing maybe if things like soar were repeated more near the end of a fight and if you were able to skip the end of a fight with high dps but i don't, I don't know, know. I, it doesn't really doesn't really hurt my feelings well but i but the i i remember when i was trying to learn bismarck the whole mm-hmm. you clear the carapace on the first jump, even though it's our first pull, or 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 everyone jump off the edge. And I, I guess that's the problem is the mentality because that was even within our own set mm-hmm. that we had the mentality that if we didn't beat the carapace, we need to wipe and start over. So we had half of us were going like, sure, we need to beat this thing, or or else we need to fix our eye level or something. And then the other half is going. Yeah, but we could actually, you know, take two turns and beat this and maybe see ahead and learn a few other things that's going to come into the fight. And then as we progress and we get more familiar, we know we're going to skip it eventually. We know we'll break it on the first try eventually. Can we just see ahead? Well, and the the kicker so, of that is you can still win it either way. That's either the part way. that pissed me off. Just like with Soar. Just if you like don't with skip Soar, doesn't mean you can't still farm it all night. I've had parties that almost, they would get to like, I don't know, half a percent. I Not that I run a parser, but they would get to like half a percent of skipping sore. And you know what? And say what? Wipe no, it. no. They, no, they were cool. It was not one of those skip uh. sore or kill yourself parties. Um, we, we, they could, we, our group could almost push the, you know, maybe if someone ate one piece of food, we could have done it, but no one was yeah. salty. You did soar. Yeah. And we finished the fight. We farmed it for quite a while. That was two weeks ago. But, um, I don't know. Anyway, please don't do any more of that shit though. That auto wipes you just cause you push your buttons too hard. No, that's ooh, that's the worst. The Leviathan stuff. The um, although it doesn't really happen as much in King Mogglemog anymore, it still could happen. Well, I I, I don't really mind it in Ramu because the whole point of the exercise is, hey, there's ads. Finish those, and that's where like the Omega fight pisses me off. Proto Ultima pisses me off. I jumped into the future mm-hmm. suddenly. Um, the pro- how is Omega? Oh, it's terrible. It's like underwater Alexander. <laughs> you ride seahorses, and at the end, uh, Dolomite appears and destroys everything. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, but you know, I, you know, I, I thought some fights it makes sense. Switch your target, 
finish those off and then go nuts. And like, it doesn't bother me so much in Ifrit either because it's the same thing. Nails come out, finish them and move on. But like Leviathan, where you just basically do the Manderville for a minute. But yeah. anyway, so they, they've said, uh, what's his answer? The creator of the content shouldn't do that shit, I think was the answer. Uh, no, this was the one that had the the answer that didn't make any sense. If the game designer is a veteran and they should have designed it so that you wouldn't have to worry about that sort of phase shift, thus it won't make it so that the HP is not so severely taken away in raid content. Huh? No, no, I think that what they're saying is if the dude who designed it has their head out of their ass, it should be fine. I'm like, well, then where's your fucking QA team? Right? Yeah. I think They're invincible. I, I feel like the QA team... <laughs> QA team should know how to push buttons good and maybe, you know, do they, I'm really curious when they design these fights and test them and they can clear it and find or whatever, do they then put on like 30 more eye levels and try to get and see what the effect is? Right. That would, anyway, anyway, so they're going to be mindful of the situation. All right. Reddit asks, what's going to ask, what's going to happen with the stat power creep that's already starting to happen? For example, we're going to end up with 100,000 HP by the end of Stormblood. Are we going to? And Yoshida talks about the formulas being used. They're going to make adjustments so it won't increase as much as if you're going to the next level cap of 70. But there will be an increase inherently. It might be somewhere upwards of 100,000, but we'll be making an adjustment. Oh, they yeah, made a I've correction. Yeah, WoW also made an adjustment yeah. at some point with this. And I don't know what the adjustment was on it, but... I thought this answer was similar before. Yeah, I don't, I don't I remember don't what it said before. All right. Uh, oh, before in 2.0, you described the system where the beast tribes can summon primals in the open world and free companies could go fight them. And, you know, we also talked about, you know, us summoning them, right? Oh, that's right. That was the whole guild versus guild scenario. And it's still too early for that content. I am glad someone asked asked this question and that he answered it because... That was one of the in-between 1.0 and 2.0 things was, and your free companies will be able to defeat primals and then summon them one time, and the entire world will go on fire when you summon Ifrit, and the whole the whole server will know that it's it's up for grabs again and that you're right. spanking somebody. Nope. Nope. Maybe this is the one that had the correction or something. I don't know, because I feel like this answer it's is a little, a little different than when I read it before. This is a better answer. This makes me think that... They still want to do it. He flat out says they still want to do it. And I'm also very sick of the last sentence in here. At the time of 2.0 development, we didn't expect so many people joining the community. Why would you even do it? Why would you even produce another game if you didn't expect people to come? Well, I didn't I didn't think people would actually pay for and play this game. Did, yeah, dude. It's a good game. It is a good game, and it's very, very tangible to many, many people. They can handle it. So I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. Wow, this is an amazing game, and it's getting critical acclaim, and everyone loves it, and, you know, the servers are full, then Square Enix should have turned around and been like, send that man some cash. Yeah, fork cash Mm -hmm. over to him. But no, they have to have their cash from the MOG station. All right, all right. Uh, They did ask, are there any plans to allow an in-game search of free companies that are looking for members? They've proposed an idea, Yoshida says, but it's going to be simple list. Might not be uh, utilized that much. Uh, there is a function. This is the retainer answer uh, one. This is the one where they talked about make it using the market wards into some kind of like a ghost of the, the leader that could tell you about uh, the FC and you could join it there. See, I, 
I wouldn't mind though if in the game you could just search free companies because we can search players, mm-hmm. right? When we search players right. today, we can right click on them and see their free company stuff and actually see if they're recruiting or not. However, honestly, I don't even think we need this if the game would actually make us play with other people. Because if you got to play with other people on your server, you would join their link shell. And then sometimes if you clicked, you'd join the free company. Or, or am I talking mm-hmm. out of my ass? This never happens, does it? Nope. nope. Only to Nofik's bosom once a month. It, you know, we that's how we get new people. But you have to actively play with people on your server. You have to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't pretend the other people in that dungeon is an NPC. <laughs> Who would tell you to do that? Oh, Jesus, I, I just want that. There are times I want to walk up and just be like, slap him, and be. He'll be like, "What was that for?" And I'd be like, "I am not a fucking NPC." <laughs> All right. Reddit asks, before the release of Heavensward, there was talk about moving away from centralized hubs of endgame content and filling the open world with more stuff. We didn't really see that in Heavensward. A lot of stuff is still focused around Idleshire. You can enter raids from your free company houses. You don't have to actually travel there anymore, which leaves the world feeling kind of empty with no real reason to travel around in it. Are there any plans to fill Stormblood with content that actually makes us want to visit these zones again? Yoshida says, first of all, I want to clarify, I don't remember actually mentioning moving away from central hubs. I'm worried there might be some kind of misinterpretation. Nothing to see here. Oh my god, ignore the man behind the curtain. I... This isn't even the deepest level of misinterpretation within this question. This is the shallow level of misinterpretation. Keep reading. I can't breathe, Ruby, you read. The, the, during the Heavensward Vow, so again, Reddit, and mo- I think a lot of listeners already know the this this one because this is the question from Reddit that's like Yoshida, and are you do you understand? Are you getting me? So the next follow-up question is okay so during heavensward development you mentioned that a realm reborn areas were too small and the content team had issues placing content yes heavensward areas are larger uh and it feels like we have beastman tribes in the area but not a lot else in those heavensward areas there's a lot of instanced content it's like hint hint nudge nudge so yoshida's like uh to your point we were able to expand the areas in heavensward so they don't feel cramped uh, Aquapolis as well. The treasure chests are now in areas that it doesn't feel so cramped and it's comfortable. This is the one where Matt Hilton has to step in and say, I think they're talking about no NMs in open world content, Yoshida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Reddit's like, yeah, that's what I'm hitting at. And he's like, oh, that's what you want? <laughs> this isn't 11. This isn't Final Fantasy Eleven. You know, other games just have rem- fucking open world content. Just imagine in Eleven where you had to stand around all day to do stuff. I mean, nobody wants to do that anymore. Life, life moves at you fast. It's too much of a pain. But I just, again, it's like a question in three parts that it's still too dense for Yoshida to really figure out. Is there a way, Yoshida, that you can add some kind of instanced, not instanced, some kind of notorious monster that roves in the field that has a level of high level of difficulty, it feels like exploration while we're doing it, um, is there any, do you have anything on the radar that even attempts to do that through, and, and I think any answer would have been acceptable. I think if he would have said, yeah, we were thinking that in the diadem, we would have an unlisted mob that would run around randomly. One of these unicorns come, I don't know. Eureka would have something. We thought about in the Aquapolis adding a new thing. No, no, it's just, oh, this isn't Final Fantasy 11. Mm-hmm. And that, you know. 
it's too much of a hassle or too much of a pain. That answer also pisses me off. It doesn't you don't, that doesn't mean you have to do every piece of content that way. It's also he also uses this argument of this imaginary group of people in his head that are whining. He he automatic this is the people he's designing it for Yelta. You've asked the question, who is this content made for? Who is he making content for? There is an imaginary group of people that reside in Yoshida's head. And they are constantly telling him his content sucks. So they, he is trying to design the content that is going to make the people in his head happy. And this is, this is the content that makes the people in his head that are whining that it's not going to happen. Or he's already arguing with the, the people in his head. Because the people in his head are telling him that um, they are mad that they have to uh, camp in NM. So he's already arguing with them, and he, he defeats those people, their whiny argument, by not designing NM11. <laughs> well, there, there is a thread the right now about how there's too many aggressive mobs in the Sea of Clouds. What? <laughs> where? A where? thread on the official forum, I think. No, no, not where the thread no, is. Where no. are the fucking aggressive it, monsters? It, it's full of it. Apparently, you can't walk two steps really? without a Gaelic kitten eating you. Oh my god, that's dangerous. I need to find that area though because I, just, I haven't I just, found it yet. I just don't know Ruby. I just I don't well, and I and I keep the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like Satasha normal mode had a cooler layout than Satasha hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's less linear what's, what's yeah. the what's the one where you used to have to pick up the stones and put them down in the right Karn. Karn, Karn normal had a puzzle. Karn Hard is a soulless loot tunnel. And I keep, this is throbbing on my brain because way back, long, long ago, Kariri Sumisu and Yalta Sumisu wrote a post about our hopes and dreams for 2.0. And one of the things we said was, we hope they avoid the soulless loot tunnels for rewards that don't matter. And that is the game he wrote. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, it's and, 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 it. and A Realm Reborn even had some promising stuff. Right? Put these tablets in the right way. You open a treasure room, put them in the wrong way, you have to fight one more group of mobs. That's too mm-hmm. fucking confusing. You know, Satasha has like extra rooms with treasure chests and neat little lore bits. I don't know. I don't. There's probably an imaginary person <laughs> in Yoshida's head that is bitching about putting statues on or putting tablets on statues in dungeons and he's already defeated that evil nasty person that talks <laughs> down to him in his head by not designing any dungeons that have that kind of mm-hmm. content all right so let's see they've uh, reddit asked about crafting specializations in stormblood or will the current ones carry over the system itself will carry over I think specializations are okay I actually kind of like the way that they're like super relevant for a short while and then later it's like, well, whatever. So people who are like have well, to be bleeding edge crafters or bleeding edge owning of things, they'll like buy that shit. That's fine. The abilities need a rework. Oh no, though, the ability because most of them. Are I trash. think the gathering abilities also need a rework. All the mm-hmm. specialization crafting abilities are. Yeah, there's garbage. one I never use. There's a red one. There's a there's one that takes like does fifteen instead of ten, and 
I don't find a place to use that. And there's a couple other ones that I'm like, why would I ever use? There's one that's like, if you have already gone over your point value, mm-hmm. you get a 50% yeah. chance yeah. of getting that. Uh, what kind of shit is that? Throw that throw that on the ground. I don't want that. I'm, I really hope they have someone seriously looking at crafting and gathering. I actually enjoy crafting and gathering. I, en- I enjoy that it is r- relevant sometimes. It's mostly glamour or housing or occasionally, you know, apparently we'll never see it useful again for a relic step. But, I, you know, I hope they, you know, I, I don't want them clearing the main storyline. I don't want parlay. <laughs> but, oh, oh God. God. All right, all right. Uh, Reddit asks, there's no expansion of desynthesis content in Heavensward such as new Dimateria. Will the system be extended in Stormblood? They don't have any intentions of changing it. It won't change in Stormblood. Perhaps the items you'll be able to obtain through desynthesis, desynthesis may be changed. So are they kind of scrapping this and just like letting it linger uh, along? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I mean, I thought I like desynthesis too. I really wish there was more an interactive menu with it, or if they would have done a little bit more because it's. I think it's a pretty good system, and you get some really good gets out of it, and it's worth something if you have a bunch of extra stuff like. I will lot on accessories because my goldsmith desynthesis mm-hmm. is high and I know I'll get some like rose gold ingots and stuff and I save those and those are actually useful at times. Now some of the junk isn't as good. Maybe if they simplified it to just be um, the three tiers of um, what what are those demi crystals or whatever or special glamour items that that to me was probably be better because like for fishing, you're getting glamour items. Mm-hmm. I think if they made it where it was maybe items that are craftable for gathering this makes it another way to get gill if your synthesis is high it would just be better if like the little menus had a little bit better and there was maybe uh, maybe a different icon or uh, it just felt a little more interactive but for the most part i think it's a pretty decent system i just wish it was showcased just a tad bit more yeah well and 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 yes there are a few things i guess it's kind of like ethereal reduction there are a few things you can get unique from it, but mm, not really. Yeah. yeah. So I, they're not going to change it. They might give us some new stuff. Okay, that's fine. Okay, what has happened to the Free Company Alliance system that was planned during the two-point hmm? whatever patch series? Is that still being considered? I was shocked and amazed by this answer. Well, right? this first part, the first four words. According to our list. So, first of all, they have a fucking list somewhere. They have a list. It should be in 4.1. Or it might slip to 4.2. That's fine. Things slip. We're at that kind of threshold at this moment. I would love some sort of free company alliance system where even, you know, I know maybe it would just be another chat channel or or something, but, you know, that, that would be cool. I, I think... I think maybe they're prioritizing for the for for the best here a lot of these things that have to do with quality of life in regard to chatting and stuff cuz we got the blacklist for the mm-hmm. cross world first the cross server party finder <laughs> amazing we got blacklist they're talking about the friends list which should be coming at some point soon or by 4.0 um and then I think these are steps in the right direction for cross server party talk or chat or tells and chat and the friends list and because we have Mm -hmm. friends on other servers that we would like to know when they're on so we can schedule stuff and play together yeah i i'm actually 
This is kind of like the one little glimmer of hope I have that he realizes we want to play with other people. That we want to reach out and find our people and murder monsters with them. I feel sometimes that 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 gets forgotten. But, you know, I would like to gather together a group of like-minded people and, you know, yeah, go do diadem or go do, you know, drunk primal farming or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So... All right, all right. Reddit says, After the release of Heavensward, there was a long break between 3.0 and 3.1, where there'll be that same kind of break. They'd love to give the dev team a break, but for 4.1, because they've been planning for it ahead of time and making sure the plans are aligned and blah, 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 they're going to release the patch. They're planning. I'm sorry. They're going to attempt, attempt to release the patching in accordance to their typical patch release schedule. So once the team sees the article that's written up that mentions this, they'll get a little wary. You know, mm-hmm. yes, your dudes need a break. I, I work for a software company. I write code. I'm kind of in crunch time right now, right? All, all I can think of is tomorrow I have to get some shit done or I will miss my cutoff. But you also can't just give people a ton of vacation and have this huge gap. you got to, you know, yeah. espe- well, especially, I'm sorry, but uh, this is what killed me about Heaven's Word. I took the week off, so yes, I consumed Heavensward very quickly. But then it was this wasteland of nothing and and very little word from the devs I felt at the time. And it was so fantastic. The fights were fantastic. The story was fantastic. I was rapidly upgrading gear and gearing out a couple of different classes. And then nothing. And that I think the the problem was it was it was so great, and then there was such a deep, I don't know, darkness. Yeah, I, I think if a if a diadem had been there, even in its Denver the Last Dinosaur state, it would have been something. I, and I think they missed the boat on some of the content mm-hmm. that they planned on releasing at what time, because they pushed back some stuff. Like uh, I think Void Arc was one of the things. Um, I still really expected that to be a stepping stone, not a step back. Yeah, not a catch-up. Um, so between that and not releasing things in the right schedule and not having the depth of content... Now, I don't think 4.0 will suffer as greatly because we will still have um, Deep Dungeon, which may have some kind of 4.0-type revamp or something. So that would be something extra to do uh, for leveling, at least. We'll have other jobs to level. We'll have new jobs. Um, we'll have, um, hopefully, Eureka and maybe some Relic stuff. But they probably won't release the Relic stuff for... Maybe a patch, maybe half a patch after that. So I, I'm not really I'm not really betting anything mm-hmm. on Relic. We'll have some gathering stuff. And so hopefully through one of these diadems slash Eureka, something will, will benefit us there. So I think we will have some extra content, maybe more maps, um, maybe some more stuff that, that we didn't have at the launch of 3.0 that will kind of be filler in 4.0. That plus... If they give us, they throw us a bone, maybe they spend a couple extra weeks, give them a couple weeks of vacation, they come back, maybe a patch is two weeks late, but we have a mini patch in between with some Hildebrand no, or some other junk in it. let half of your people go on break, on vacation, do a small yeah. patch, let the other group do two small patches. Honestly, most of mm-hmm. us will be like, all right, Relic, go, or... Hildebrand, sure. go! You know, it's, you don't have to. Not every single patch has. To, we talked about this, Ruby. Not every single patch needs to include 
every kind of content. And, you know, exactly. In fact, I kind of wish sometimes, especially like Hildebrand, just release it less often, but give me more than because I feel like I burn right. through everything's like, here's two quests, here's two dungeons, here's two whatever. And it's like, Mm hmm. All right. There's a feature request. I've asked this for myself. Can we request repairs similar to how we currently request melds? And then Yoshi just like, can we not request for repairs? He thinks a bit. He's like, oh, that's from 1.0. Do you want other players to request repairs? You can go to NPCs. <laughs> and Reddit's like, you go into raids and sometimes need repairs. And Yoshi just... Well, then that's cool He that he's already answered it because you treat the other people like NPCs, so they should be able to repair your stuff, oh right? Oh, my God. Okay, so... Oh, okay, no. But be, no. Now they're people. But before, okay, so before we get to Yoshida's answer, I have to say, uh, especially in these farm parties or these, you know, other parties, I've, I've been in diadem, I've been in places where someone's like, well, this is my last pull, my gear is all completely broken, and I'm like... Okay, first of all, I don't really worry that, you know, people, you know, don't come in fully repaired or maybe we were learning and we wiped a lot or, you know, but you know, as soon as you leave that instance, the party leaves, right? Even if it's a pre-made. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to go get some dinner. I, this is one of the things that would actually affect my weekly playing is being able to, uh, I think... And yes, I understand we are in an instant server. We're not on a real world. However, we all have our inventory. So maybe, you know, if people could get in the habit of carrying their own dark matter or something, like you carry your own materia and your own catalyst. If you're like, well, I've got, I can't repair my own gear. Can you repair it? And let me click the button on them saying repair your gear. And if they have the, you know, dark matter, let it repair them i i don't know why this is technically such a big deal i they say his his weird answer here has something to do with the way the servers see mm -hmm. your character maybe it only sees the job you're on and it can't it can't tell that it you have other jobs when you're in that instance content oh. but the diadem can and uh, other content can so it may be just the way they program those particular instances they would be difficult for them to go back and do that. And then he jokes about, well, maybe we should just have an NPC in there that would would do that for you. I, I think that was an oversight because, you know, I think, I don't know. I think I think it's important for players to be, be self-sufficient and to be able to repair your own stuff. I know that was a reason why I wanted to get my crafters and gatherers up so I could repair my own gear in content. Oh, and materialing my own stuff. Repairing and materialing and, my own and, stuff. Yes, and making mm. my own food. I was tired of having Radiant make all my pineapple <laughs> when I juice. I still, actually, I still love hearing, hey, Yelta, are you on in a link shell? I, I need some materia melded, and I'm like, meet me at wherever and, and I, it makes me feel good it makes me feel useful hmm. well we can't have <laughs> none of that you can't feel useful none of that all right uh that was the there there's there's more details in both of these interviews but we're going to move on to the third mog talks questions yeah. to yoshida mog talk 100 grats guys by the way congrats <laughs> we're not to 100 ourselves yet but Getting, getting there. there. 
All right, uh, Raid. It says Raid with a hard underline. Achievements have been a pretty big part of the game for rewards. Is the possibility of including introducing hardcore raid achievements for doing fights in different manners something raiders can look forward to for example completing a fight by doing a mechanic in a very punishing manner and still clearing it giving them a cool glamour if they complete all achievements for a raid tier this seems like a cost efficient way to keep hardcore raiders interested in the game okay you know what that makes uh, me think of it makes me think of the 1.0 dungeons that when you did different things to trigger different chests oh yeah yeah no it totally did well, but even in 2.0, Savage Coil was only for um, titles. This mm-hmm. Yoshida's answer is like, this is the first time anyone fucking thought about it. I've heard other things thrown out about, can I get a title or something or a minion for do- doing something eye-level synced, right? Mm-hmm. There are people out there who want to do stuff. I think there's not enough rewards to make other people join. Anyway, Yoshida says, This is a great idea. We would need to create a system that could monitor things like whether or not the player cleared the content using a typical an atypical method. For example, if the theme was defeat Titan Extreme at the minimum item level, we would have to monitor if all party members are indeed at the minimum item level and defeat Titan Extreme during the battle. That kind of system currently does not exist in Final Fantasy XIV. They'd have to develop it from scratch, and that being said, they think it's a good idea, so they they try to consider it after 4.0. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say bullshit. Right now, you can queue up for shit as... I level sync. You can. Mm-hmm. It's that piece of data already exists. All you gotta do is add achievements. And a it. win condition exists. I don't understand why if you cannot see both of those f- flags are true, that you can't go talk to the dude in old Gridania and say, Yo, I kicked Titan Extreme's ass. I level synced, right? Hell, we'd have all those achievements <laughs> <laughs> from way back when. But you know, it's but but it's too hard. I don't know what kind of spaghetti gohod they have over there, but it's like the the two pieces of data needed exist. Then just add something to it. Get, so wait, they have spaghetti spaghetti code. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. It's not Alfredo though. It's 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 it's, it's tomato based sauce. Is it ragu? No, hunts. <laughs> in a Gross. dented can. Gross. All right. All right. The next question is most players rule buffs and debuffs as the biggest contributor to embrace I'm sorry, imbalance between I'm all about the hugging tonight. Most players mm-hmm. rule buffs and debuffs as the biggest contributor to imbalance between jobs currently. For example, bringing a paladin to soul of the creator results in higher damage to the raid team and le- what? Unless you bring a monk. Yeah. I don't Monks fucking suck. Okay, dude. okay. Nobody well, brings monks sorry. to shit because they don't have the bumps. I, no, no. I was I was thrown about the bringing paladin to soul of the creator. Does people play paladin still? Oh, that's one of the tanks, isn't There's... it? Oh, that's the tank I play because I suck and I. All right, all right. So you need a paladin and you need a monk, but that gives you lower raid buffs, reduction in damage, blah blah blah. So right now it's a balancing question, is really what it is. Sure. Right. Uh. Uh, Yoshida says, of course, the development team is very aware of the situation. As an MMORPG, we traditionally want to keep these unique job traits. But on the flip side, players strongly desire fairness in equality. 
the development team has already reached our verdict and we're working on that working towards that for 4.0 and I intend on providing an update to all players via the live letter from the producer or the like that said I'm afraid I can't go into details here blah 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 so they understand right things things have yeah. strengths and weaknesses I, but I think this is one of the bigger deals that they're already tackling is the imbalance of um of things between the DPS jobs, which is going to be the role stuff. I have heard people having some concern what the crossover of the roles of machinist and archer to the other casters. Are they going to be considered within the same role or are they mm. going to be like range DPS and then casters as separate roles, which is what I think they'll do. Range I, DPS I'm and hoping, caster I'm hoping they roles. actually break that thing where it makes bards feel but like you have casters, things like. But what's um uh, raging strikes that carries over yeah. right cuz can't can't yeah you know and that's one of them so i don't know if that's one thing like raging strikes will stay on the casters and then the maybe the um ranged dps will get something similar but within their mm -hmm. own role i don't know uh the people are people are worried about that stuff and this is why we need to start getting a little more information we are 90 days away today uh, from from Stormblood, it would be nice to start trickling out a little bit of that information about how are the roles going to work? How how are we going to have these? How are, give us some more examples of cross class abilities between roles, role cross role mm -hmm. abilities. I guess you'll call them now. Um, and then what are you doing? Like they need to showcase monk because monk gets shit on hardcore. Oh no, it's it's I, supposed I, to be I, the monk expansion but no one cares because red mage and samurai Big, well yes but also monks get kicked from parties because they don't bring the same level as buffs yeah. as a dragoon or somebody else everybody would rather have a dragoon there needs to be rate know, there the, needs to be utility buff. that's that's the thing is, is yes. they need to bring in a similar... they need to showcase paladin they need to showcase monk they need to showcase white bard. mage could use they something. need to showcase mm -hmm. white mage mm -hmm. They they need to showcase these jobs that people are going, yeah, well, my job is GIMP, so what are you going to do about that one? And give us just some kind of tidbit, just like, stone skin's getting buffed. Okay. That's, <laughs> no, wait, wait. They, 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 already, they already lower, they already... Oh, they're unnerfing oh, stone skin. Oh, my God. Skin. See, unnerfing that? stone skin to give us some... Because that's where I feel like Scholar's shields are so powerful. Astrologian can, like, heal DPS and has cards. It's like... And I'm just oh. spamming Cure 2, like, please. <laughs> but but Cure 3 is the highest numbered one. You should use only that. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Single target Cure 3. That's the best. I, I read too much Reddit and official forums. Okay, okay. <laughs> So, so balance that shit, Yoshida, is the bottom line there, right? All right. Mm -hmm. uh, the question is, most players agree that the difficulty of the three different raid tiers of Alexander, uh, Gordius was the hardest, Creator was the easiest, and that seems backwards is the whole question, right? Should it not ramp right. up from easy, medium, hard? And I personally agree. But Yoshida says, no, as you pointed out, the difficulty level of raids should start with the beginning being the most casual and become more difficult as the series progresses. The reason why it was not that 
case for Alexander is clear. After finishing development on the Bahamut series, there was feedback from all around the world saying, we want you to create more difficult raid, which led to the creation of Alexander Gordius Savage at an extremely high difficulty level. However, as you no doubt are aware, there was feedback from all over the world saying it's too hard, which led us to lower the difficulty from there. It was truly a learning experience for us, so in the next raid content, Omega, we would like to make it we would like to make is so that you will gradually feel the challenge building as the patch progresses and the raid content is implemented. I hope so. I really hope so okay. because you know, we're you and me, we we run with cool peeps. We have fun, but we you know, we are we you know try. Now we're trying. <laughs> we gave up earlier, but now we're trying. But I do feel like it should go from you know, if they're going to give us you know four turns of Omega, I feel like we should clear the first one fairly easily. The second one should be harder. Mm-hmm. The next one should be harder. Then the last one should be like, fuck my life. But I feel like... Yeah, the first one, you know, like, I, I'm digging the way that that creator is. The first one feels like a, like a DPS check with some minimal mechanics. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. The second one is like... It's it's got some DPS checks, but I feel like it's less DPS and more mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like let's if you get the mechanics right and you just stay on it, you'll beat you'll beat ten. Eleven has a lot of mechanics and it's DPS. So, but you're rewarded for high DPS and maintaining the mechanics. And we haven't stepped into twelve, but I'm sure you know it's mechanics and phases and some is heavy healing and some is heavy DPS and some probably needs a tank buster or whatever you know. Um, so I get it, and I feel comfortable with the way Creator is. Um, we've talked to We're Blue in the Face and how how Gordius was just like the giant wall, and it was just too hard to penetrate that wall and to feel accomplished at the end of it compared to the normal mode. If they had kept, I think, Final Coil difficulty as the first tier of Savage um, um, Alexander... Mm. And then went up from there, or felt it out, and and then made a decision from there. That would have been the right place to start. Not to start with a higher difficulty than Final Coil, but to start with the same difficulty as Final Coil. Because what did they say? They wanted, they want. Was it Creator or was it Midas? They said it was somewhere between Second Coil and Final Coil difficulty. I don't even remember. But but part of the reason I want it to progress slowly, but but you know, but you know, ramp up is let's say, let's say I can only clear Omega turn one for three weeks. I have now gotten three pages or three drops or whatever. Right. So Omega turn two should be like that much easier for me. And then I'm clearing one and two every week. And then, you know, two more weeks and I can clear three. Now, maybe I have to wait four weeks to clear the fourth floor but i am still farming gear from every from the other three and now you know right. and now i've gotten all the healing pieces i need so ruby can start because you're gonna red mage baby right yeah yeah so i'm gonna be like getting all my healing pieces and i'm done and you're gonna start getting healing pieces and then i'll start getting you know black mage pieces so i th- i feel like there there's there's a tempo or a rhythm about clearing every week that i no one is talking about yeah, it's not necessarily that we're clearing these, it's not necessarily that 
I want 11s and 12s to be easy enough so I can clear them fast or whatever or whatever content we're talking about. I want the first couple because that's where we're at with nine and ten, where they're difficult but manageable enough that even if we have farmed those for several weeks and we're working on the next tier, we're working on eleven. I'm just using ours mm-hmm. for an example right now. That we're st- I don't feel bad like. I still feel a drive to complete 9 and 10 because I have casters. I want a gear. I still need the gloves. And I still need boots for my caster. So I'm not really like, fuck this old content. <laughs> this shit sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. So there is still incentive. If there is incentive, there is a reason for me to continue to go back in there. If we had been clearing A1 and A2S regularly, and you know we were working on 3 then I would have felt more accomplished about the getting. It just was, it was just a high wall. Yeah. It was just too high of a wall. Um, do you mind if I read the next Please one here? Please go ahead. This one's, this one's about uh, PvP. PvP. PP. PvPP. At the moment, every PvPer I have spoken to has claimed the disable of chat in the feast as the major factor to why they don't want to participate in it anymore. While it's understood that this is meant to reduce toxicity, but harms the competitive strategies players may develop, as well as means to teach other players, are there any plans to revert this change? And Yoshida says, I'm planning to make a forum post addressing this by the release of Stormblood, so if you could kindly stand by for more information. And again, I gotta open a soda pop can while I talk about this. I need a big swig of drink while I do this. This is, I'm opening up my Miller Genuine Draft. Not really, it's water. This is the thing I'm talking about. This is the thing where there is a an imaginary group or he's read a comment or he's he's heard from the peanut gallery that so-and-so was mean to me in the feast so-and-so told me to drink my own pee because my dps sucked in the feast and i'm i'm terribly butthurt by this comment and yoshida in his wisdom in his infinite wisdom decided to take chat away but he expanded the chat in the i guess the more trolly I don't know. I don't PvP a lot, so I wouldn't really call it trolly. I don't know what the comments are in the um, in the larger scale PvP anymore. I don't know in front lines what what goes on in the comment box. I always saw either there was a, a general that would say, "Everybody take this," "Everybody go this," or you had two generals and one would try to announce over the other or take lead over another one, and then they would argue. And then somebody would be like, can we all just get along? No, it's, P- it's PvP. Beaten. You need to fight. But that's the <laughs> level. I've never heard anybody go, um, stick your nose in your own crap. You stink. Um, I only saw that. Well, see, I only saw that when I, I don't see it on what's front lines is the bigger one, right? With the more characters. Right, right. I never, I rarely see go kill yourself in there. I accidentally queued up for the four by four, whatever the smaller one is, and they're like an asshole. You don't belong here. Well, they were like an asshole, and then actually, the the last guy before we left, they're like, "Please go gear up," and whatever. So I, I had a positive and yet negative, you know. Well, there's some things that you know they could do something with that where they require a morale 
level Wait, before no, you get morale into sucks it. and no one should use it. Oh yeah, that's right. Morale. We don't even know what we're gonna do. We'll make a forum post to ask the players what we should do with morale. Um there should be some kind of threshold that says once you have had a hundred wins during a off season thing, you're allowed to jump into or oh, something. No, you, to should, that you should I don't know. I, I, I've played other PvP type things or even even fucking chokeable racing. You have to win a certain amount of chokeable races to do the next thing. Yeah, Why? that way no not every Tom, Dick, and Harry can get into it. And if that stuff's in place, forgive me. I don't know because I don't PvP, but the the fact that you can jump in but even so, Yalta, let's say you just started the mm-hmm. game. You got to whatever requirement for to get in the PvP, and you said, this one looks like fun, let me just join a ranked feast. And you get in, and it's an 8v8 or 4v4 ranked feast, and you got three other people going, god damn mm-hmm. it. Is that, enu- is that enough to take the, the chat feature away? Is that really see, enough to see, take the, the chat, chat feature, feature away? is the only reason I knew that this was not something I should just jump into. Now, I think the game should have told me that the game should have... I feel like the game... This is this is one part where I'm like, the game should have been my mother and say, no, honey. Had a pop-up that window that said, you. this is for ranked matches and people participate hardcore in this. Are you sure you wish to step into this? And then had a box next to it that says, I do not wish to see this well, again. Well, the thing is, is all the other content in the game has eye-level requirements, right? Yeah. And that's where I feel like, even if morale didn't do any fucking thing to your gear. If it was just a measuring stick of you can actually get into this content, I I wouldn't even mind. Well, that's what ranks or, are so, for. Yes, anything. You know? just, just some way to keep me out of stuff I have no business in because I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to farm a Garo mount, you guys, and you're making it yeah. distasteful and you're making people be mean to me. And yes, I'm a fucking Care Bear, but <sighs> I don't know. I don't need any. I don't join. I'm a strong proponent about join the party that matches you, but the game doesn't help me know what party matches me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where are we? <laughs> Uh, the second one right. on PvP. The matches at the various fan fests were definitely a highlight for any player who enjoys competitive PvP in 14. What can the avid PvP player look forward to in regard to competitions such as the one held at the, at the events this year? Uh, props to Joe Never Fails mm-hmm. that helped mm-hmm. run that event. Um, so good stuff. And um, he's on Twitch pretty often, so check him out. I think he's been doing an MMO roulette lately. He was playing the Old oh. Republic the other day, funny enough. Um, Yoshida says, we are currently discussing with different partners in order to consider various initiatives such as events and online matches. And maybe a while till we can divulge any information, but hone your skills, you stand by for more news to come. Maybe some competitive PvP, maybe some e, maybe some esports. Maybe Joe Never will be uh, the head of a uh, esports team for 14 PvP. You never know. Good bet. No, I I think if they can, I don't. You and I both really don't care for PvP, but I don't. I don't mind if it is a thriving, supported part of this game. I I'm like, no. go for it, let, let it, it be. be, and you know, but still give me a mode where I can go in and, and farm up my tomes for my glamour gear. That's all. That's all. No doubt. Miscellaneous. Uh, here's some. Uh, 
miscellaneous questions. One of the biggest concerns with introducing both Red Mage and Samurai's DPS is the imbalance of tanks and healers that may result. It's understood that some people will eventually go back to the roles they started with, but undoubtedly it will be somewhat of an issue, especially at the beginning of the expansion. Is anything being done to combat this for at least the first month of Stormblood? Yoshida says, based on the data from Heaven's Words release, we found many players... This is the same it's shit. It's the same he bullshit fucking answer, and I have uh, arguments. Uh, that people people who play those jumps are going to go back to the, the... The dog returns to his vomit, is basically what he says. This is due to the fact that two weeks after release, we normally introduce new tombstones and raids such as Omega, and they'll want to beef up their main jump, which is true. I'm going to level up my main jump first, because I know I can play red, White Mage, and I want to finish the story on White Mage, so I'll finish with White Mage and be 70 by the time... I cross the finish line. After that, I'm going to immediately switch to Red Mage, and I'm going to level it up. So the healer's gone. I'm back to a DPS, and now I'll be clogging up queues with my DPS. Later in this, he says people who will play the new DPS jobs from the get-go tend to be people who already play DPS. Also, there are many ways to level up your character, such as Deep Dungeon and Fates, in addition to matchmaking content like Dungeons. So by utilizing those, I don't think there'll be much of an issue. So basically what? If you were in a queue that's going to be 25 minutes long, just stop that and go do Fates Just and go Deep Palace Dungeon. of the Dead, yeah. Oh, yeah, Palace yeah. of the Dead, yes. Yeah, which is Deep Dungeon. But no, I, I don't think he understands, or maybe we don't understand the question. We're just saying, when the only two... Jobs that come out are damage dealers. Everyone's going to go do those jobs, which means there's no new healer and no Yeah, new eventually there'll be an imbalance of healers and tanks in dungeon content. I understand Palace of the Dead, you can queue up as four DPS. It's still so, suboptimal. Yes, I understand that a fate can have, you can make a party of eight DPS and go do fates all day long if you want to. Okay, that's not what we're... We're talking about dungeons. We're, we're talking, talking about, about queue times in dungeons. We're talking about people. And raid we're talking content. about people who a week after the game comes out, I'm sorry, have or Stormblood comes out. A week after Stormblood comes out, you know what's going to happen is most of us will have already gotten our main healer or tank or DPS to sixty. Do you know or seventy? You know what we're going to do? We're going to grab. We're going to grab to one, switch to one of those new jobs and level it up, which means you just watch. This, the history is going to show that he has no idea what he's talking about. New producer yeah. 5.0. Well, he he we doesn't understand that weapon damage is more important than substats and a relic. Did we cover that? Dervy. Yeah, last we week. Okay, last I week. was really drunk. Dervy for new oh, producer. God. Dervy for battle content lead, at least. I don't know. Stat level. <clears throat> Go All right, home, we got go. we've got two more questions on this very short two-hour episode <laughs> again of Gather Together. <clears throat> a lot of players log in every day, do dailies for beast tribes. Most quests, though, lack a lot of interaction outside of picking up items and killing one or two monsters. Although riding around a mountain, casting its abilities always seems refreshing. It gives players something different to do. Has there been any consideration to make more daily quests more non-battle related, something quick and enjoyable outside of the daily normal combat? Yoshida says to match the Stormblood timing, we are currently improving on the tools to broaden the range of play so people have different quest experience. We're adding parlay back to all of our quests so that we you can parlay through the main storyline. We felt like this was the most missing feature for 1.0. 
He doesn't say any of that. He says, although also your aforementioned something different to do in a quest is a big theme issue, so we will be bolstering this even beyond the release of Stormblood. Okay, so they see a gap okay, there. I like. Different to I do like in a that quest. I see that they're like we 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 we. I'm hoping they really hear us because yeah. Is that like light side, dark side answers? Oh, here I go speculating again. The different chains in the within a story, you could. No, they wouldn't do that. You'd you'd miss some part of the story, and people well, would bitch. Well, and then the little people I, in Yoshida's no, head. No, but I get, get it. Mad. All things on one character means you can't have important story splits. Skipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Throughout Heaven's Word, there have been a lot of really great additions to the game. What was the biz- biggest success in your mind with the Heaven's Word expansion, and you hope to expand with Stormblood? Here we go. Pat yourself on the back, Yoshida. The Aquapolis and Deep Dungeon are game experiences that were never seen in 14 before, and there are always many players playing these. I believe they were great updates. I would love to make content like this show up again in a new way in Stormblood. Hey, I get it. Aquapolis is fun, and Deep Dungeon, for what it's worth, is fun. I'm not the hugest fan, but it does have its It's place, and I probably will do it a (laughs) lot for Red Mage. I probably will, because it is the fastest way to level up currently. New job. So, pat yourself on the back, Yoshida. We know you love to about the Aquapolis and Deep Dungeon. I don't see you patting yourself on the back terribly much about the diadem. Honestly, 90% of the diadem could be fixed by giving us fucking Aquapolis maps over there. I don't know. Adventure. Yes, yes. A quick note, this is not one of the interviews, but it was brought up in an interview, and I think Reddit was the one that brought it up, but he they addressed the situation um, with our dear friend Remix Sakura, oh, yeah. uh, who had who had the issue with the... A chargeback. Um, what is it, the mod station her, her, with the chargeback? She, she bought of a, two uh, things in a row that had the same price. Her bank said, <gasps> that's a dupe, and they did a chargeback, and nope. Which I think is completely wrong. I think we've talked about this already. I think the bank should have addressed it with her first before before they call or before they notified it as fraud. They should have put a block on the card and notified the customer first or what. I don't know if it's a bank. Maybe it's just a credit card company. I don't fucking I don't know. know. My credit card. I, know. I think call, it was handled poorly by the credit my, card My credit company. card says, yo, this looks suspicious. Do you want to challenge it? And I say, no, no, I don't. Yeah, that's what most credit cards do. They say either we'll put, we'll let it pass, and you have the option, we'll call you, or we'll we'll put a temporary block on it, and we're waiting for your response before we release the funds. They don't automatically set no, fraud, dupe, fraud, hack, shut it down. But then also the bigger issue is why does Square Enix take such a hard stance on this stuff without even listening? And I think Remix spent like 21 straight days or more calling their customer service line saying, please help me, please help me, please help me, politely, not rude, really trying to get the thing done. But, you know, after 20 days of doing something, you're going to get upset. This is ridiculous. And she is not the only one who have had similar issues dealing with customer service. I think one of these interviews or something, he goes... Talk to me after after the interview, and we'll see what we can do about your ban or whatever's going back. So they are addressing it. They are working it up. They they will Square be doing Enix, uh, more Send more updates. money towards your customer support people. Seriously, hire a couple more guys because goddamn, you know. And what's sad is that Remix had to write a step by step step by step guide on how to use Krista 
because Square Enix's bullshit is so shit. Well, and I've seen people so. who have actually used the guide and have had trouble with PayPal. And I, I don't know. There's a whole clusterfuck of evil. I don't know. Mm. Square Enix needs to not just say fuck you if something fails to payment. Especially if you offer to, which I think she did, right? She She's like, oh... That fell through. You got to charge back. Let me let me pay for it another way. And they're like, nope, nope. Yeah. Anyway, that is it. Whew. That is it for the interviews. We are interviewed out. That is all the information we even freaking have at this point because there's, no, we, there's this nothing is stuff new. We this talk was about last, last week. It would have been a four-hour episode last week if we talked about it. We didn't. But now that we shared it this week, there's really – there's no new news. There's no new live letter just yet. There's no – nothing about the jumps. There's nothing about the stats. There's nothing about additional stuff with Stormblood. So we're still kind of shrouded well, hang in on, Hang on. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to check the lodestone right now. Right check now. Check right those patch cause, notes cause, are cause out. Because that happens. Let me – lodestone. It's opening. Geared – Nope. Uh, 4.0's <laughs> out. They just fucking released 4.0. Oh my God, I should have known. Woo! Blue Mage is. Oh my God. Puppet Master, are you serious? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh spicy. No, none of that either. We're a bunch of liars tonight, and there's no patch notes. It's after we finish recording, Yelta. Mm, after we finish we the recording. Hit the stop button. Okay. <clears throat> but before we do that, we do have a little bit of fan mail that we want to cover. Now, did you mention Soon last week? Um, don't remember because I was passing out at my keyboard. Well, we're, ma- so, we're mentioning it again if we didn't. Uh, Yelta got a nice little shout out. What is this on this Discord or something? This was Twitter. Or? Yeah. Twitter. I don't know how you say your name. I'm sorry, sweetie. Your podcast is very fun. Thank you. <laughs> I, guys, I, I love it when I get private messages and I love responding to you. I love, I love getting, like at the end of a... I don't know, uh, mentor roulette. Someone's like, are you that Yelta? And I'm like, yes, I am. And they're like, I was too shy to say anything, but thanks for the podcast. And I'm like, yes. Yelta, I helped I helped a shout or something with a um, doing something in their um, free company house. No, I think it was one of the people in our link shells needed some help building, taking their airship oh, yeah. to the next level. And I joined and they said, oh, are you, I listened to your podcast. And it was it was kind of nice because I stepped out in faith to help some people, and then they, I felt rewarded by like, "Oh, I know who you are. You do a podcast." It's See, like, com- oh, community yeah, matters, and I just it, it bothers me when the the line from the producer is pretend everyone's NPCs. We're not, man. Yeah, we love we each other. We don't pretend you're NPCs. We we like helping people. Um, so we got a fan mail from uh, Philip Kane from Balmung, and they say a fresh 60 perspective on the diadem. So maybe some good news about the diadem here. Know that the most recent diadem, it has been quite controversial, and I know you most likely will bring it up on your show. I would like to give a perspective about the topic from someone who just hit 60. When I saw how long the quest chain was for Anima, I got really discouraged to even start it, knowing how short away Stormblood is. So when I read that we can find item level 280 weapons, I was excited. However, this doesn't excuse how poorly this was implemented. It seems to me that Square Enix is having trouble coming up with incentives for doing new content. Philip, thank you so much. We see the same thing, and we're vets. We're still mm-hmm. seeing that incentive seems to elude this development team um, from from balancing things right. Things with good incentives tend to be fun content. I think that the um, that the Aquapolis has good incentives oh, for Palace what it of the is, dead and weapons I think it makes it the hotness when Palace they came of the out. Dead weapons, yeah. 
were, were very good for what they did. I think with Anima, and, and really when you look at it, when the, not Anima, but the, whatever the current line of, relic. Um, of relic weapons is, um, when that was, if that, if everything had been released at the right day, the I-75 relic would have been released the same, I'm sorry, the I-275 relic would have been released at the same time the i280 weapon and what a slap mm-hmm. in the face that would have been oh the been oh the nine the days day. already made me a sad panda yeah but they did that on purpose you know they didn't they 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 knew they couldn't look themselves in the mirror and release those two weapons in the same day <laughs> so they came up with a bullshit excuse to extend it nine days so they you know and the incentive of it being a 280 weapon i still if it was 275 i've heard people say you know it would have been a different story for me i would have felt a little better a bit uh, about it and we don't know if this is where it ends i don't know if there's going to be 280 gear or whatever maybe the maybe relic will bump up a little more i i really don't know where they're going to end up with this thing so so we'll see if they manage to balance it out in the end. But for now, it's causing people to have a aneurysm, as if people can beat that up, or that ex- or even uh, see it pop uh, all the time. Mission I went. anyway, yeah. emergency mission. So the next one, Jesus, um, calm your tits, Yelta. My, consider my tits calmed. Have you? And this is our good. I, I have read this Scarlet. three times. Mm-hmm. Yep. He has said that we do not have to read his whole emails. So can you tell us what what okay, the hell you need to my, calm my your tits, tits about? The reason my tits need to be calm is the entire uh, Yoshi P is going to hit the Enochian button for us. So we all get Fire 4, Blizzard 4, and a 5% magic tech bonus while active. Right? Nice. No, no, Enochian's the sex. It really is. When you start, you know, you pop that and you start seeing those big-ass numbers, and I'm not even a big-ass numbers thing... Uh, no, I'm just excited that I don't even have to play Black Black Mage afterward. He's gonna oh, no. play it. Yeah. I get to hit one like button Ruby. and it'll Black Mage for said, me. He said you're covered, dude. You're covered. I, bl- right oh there? yeah, here it is. Bad Black Mage yeah, is yeah. like Ruby. Yeah. yeah. So I I really think this whole entire thing boils down to Yoshi P is gonna raise the skill floor. And that's okay that Enochian's going to be up all the time. As long as something else lets great black mages shine where mediocre black mages are just okay. So I'm, I'm, And I'm okay with that. My whole issue that made my tits uncalm was you're nerfing everything into the ground. How I can hit the best buttons and pay attention or whatever and still be doing the same DPS as someone who's watching Netflix and drinking wine. I'm drinking wine anyway. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. You had a rum? No, I have rum. Oh, okay. Okay. Just checking. No, see, I'm drinking rum and hitting buttons hard and they're drinking wine and watching netflix we should be doing different dps uh, rum versus yes. wine your dps should know. be much stronger because you have a stronger that's right. buzz that's right this. all right um so yes i i think i think i i think i i think i said it okay and he he uses numbers about you know a thousand dps for this and three thousand for that and you know 500 differences i don't mind what i've said i said that about uh i wish there were elemental damage increases in the game and i it didn't have to be a thousand dps it could be five dps or 10 dps or whatever so as long as there's a different if this gets you through primal content you know that's fine we have friends in our fc they're struggling trying to beat some of the dummies and stuff we've got a good friend we've been helping him several in our in our discord have been trying to help him 
figure out his gear set so he can successfully beat some of the dummies, the high-end dummies, and more power to it. I think that's really what the the intended purpose of Stone Sky C is, and the intended purpose of trying to balance your gear and all that. Do I fully expect within the 3.5x patch cycle that our friend here is going to clear A12S? Probably not. Now, maybe in 4.0 at some point when the gear level's high enough and things are, are balanced better in, in this person's favor, that they'll be able to beat that, get a little revenge mm -hmm. tactic, and clear through some of that old stuff. That's great. That's fine. Uh, many, many, many Final Fantasy XIV players are that way. They did not beat Coil until 3.0. They will still, not beat some Alexander. Some still haven't gone in because it's too scary. I still yes, get bonuses yes. from helping people with Coil. I love it. I love it because it makes me. Not, it doesn't make me feel like a god, but it makes me get to share that knowledge that partially within our own circle we feel is dead knowledge because we already know how to clear it i don't have to tell yelta to keep the meteor separated in a9 and a9 not, in not uh, usually t9 not usually not usually it depends how many rum drinks that she has no honestly we already know the fights but it's but for some of the new guys it's fun to teach them and help them out along the way i think the nice part is though if you, you're just casting Fire 4, and Yoshida's hitting Anokian for you, and you're just casting Fire 4 because you don't understand the whole blizzard and the thunder and re getting back into Fire 3 to do that, um, then, you know, if your DPS is just 500 off of whoever else, or 700 off or whatever, that it's not such a high variance enough that you're going to fuck us up in Bismarck no, Extreme. No, and this, and this goes back to our entire... People who push buttons good should skip phases. But that you get to skip a phase or that you know Faust is going to go down when we step into mm -hmm. A9S where, so, you know, the, 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 somebody else may not be able to do that because they're not hitting Blizzard 4 and refreshing Anokian or whatever they change Black Mage to be. All right, my tits are calm. Uh, the second paragraph talked about PvP queues. And yes, I queue up for PvP and it says 28 minutes quite often. And honestly, it pops within six. And I, I have actually noticed this myself that apparently the queue times are bugged. I, I don't, I don't get two to three minute queues on Black Mage. I don't. Well, but PvP doesn't even use jobs to calculate. But whatever. Maybe it's what time of night I'm doing it. So, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure. I under, I'm not sure I agree. So Yoshi, Yoshi P did say that you should be able to farm for the wins. For mounts with the titles forever. I have one of the titles, which if you believe that interpretation of what Yoshi P said, I should be able to take my sweet ass time and still get all the mounts. But I'm still not sold that that's really, well, how many interviews do we talk about tonight? We're not sure he understands the question, but. Right. Um, a dungeon need and greed lot. And we talked about this, I think. Um, I, I do think it's, it's best the way it is. I agree with you. I feel like if you want gear from that dungeon, run as that role. If yes. you want gear from that dungeon and you run as that role, but there's another black mage and they're way over geared than you, then please use the words box and type, hey, I. Oh, that's that communication. I, thing I know again. those other guys are NPCs, but you could try it anyway. You know what's great that everybody should try? When you queue into a raid or dungeon or party or whatever, say hi. 
See, and I, I feel like that. I feel like that does such a world of good. Do you know least. my best experiences in the dungeon is when someone disconnects for five minutes, and we stand around and someone's like, "Should we kick?" And I'm like, "No, I always like to give five minutes. It, I know it takes for a while for me to show up as logging out of the game and whatever and blah blah blah." So we and we chat. The guy comes back, and we're still chatting, and we're still. The game is just fast-paced enough if you're in a hurry, so you can't type and kill things. But if if you take a minute and no one's like, this is my 37th run of Atherochemical Research Facility, you know, th- th- you know, I have had some cool-ass conversations with people. <laughs> Our dungeons are so short and we're on different servers and we can't talk to each other. It's sad. But, yes, if... Use the word box if you actually want. That's why I only do need all parties for uh, Aquapolis. Use your words. I told my husband to use his words this week. I, I'm, I feel bad. Use your words. And if you want something, ask for it. And don't loot right away. That's the other thing. Don't do not right fucking hit greed immediately and then type, can I have that? Because I have already hit need, but I will change it immediately to pass if I don't need it. Uh, yeah, we just don't like shit hitting the well, floor a lot of times. And especially, you know, if I can get tomes or seals or something out of it, I'm going to lot on it anyway. But if somebody says, I'm working on my tank, can I get all the fending stuff mm-hmm. from a dungeon? Fucking take A, it. take all the take filibuster it. fending shit. I don't give Say, don't I'll hit. pass all casting gear if I can have the tanking gear. And I'd be like, yes. And thank you, by the way, and you probably get my commendation for actually fucking speaking up. Because people should get what they want. And that's... I, now, don't do it in the Void Arc or something. Well, well maybe you can, void arc, well, you can don't ask. Do it in, you can ask, but I wouldn't necessarily... You could. You can't do it in the most current well, content. Well, even in the mo- you can't pug no, a okay, maybe not raid and say, I get the weapon no. or something. You know, you, like you can you can uh, still ask. I still think you can ask. Even in like Void Arc or whatever type content, I've seen people say, Hey, I know I'm in here as a black mage, but I've noticed both of you white mages already have better gear. Do you mind if I loot on whatever? The worst thing first of all, no one owes you anything. But the nope. worst thing they could do is say, no, I'm going to greet off with you, or no, I'm going to need it out from under you. But if you want that gear as a job, just play that job. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, gr- Grand Company Seals, I think, is a legitimate reason to need something. I will pass or greet against you. That's the other thing. Sometimes, If you say, yo, would you be willing to greet against me? I'd be like, yeah, let the dice make the gear. Let, let the dice, you know, whatever. Roll, Roll the, the bones. bones. Glamour is the true end game, so do not expect me to pass something if it looks bad ass on my Lalafell. I ran my three leveling roulettes today so I could get my, my mm-hmm. singing clusters. And the tank in my last one was a dark knight, and I was like, this dude looks like Batman. <laughs> and Batman. he had... <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> He had the gear from um I guess what what's the newest the newest tier of uh, whatever the it's not Weeping City it's Dunsky I think he had all because those are all called demonic, demonic right yes. he had I think a full demonic set oh, it looked mm-hmm. awesome on a tank like the little purple glows coming out of the helmet and it had the spiky things and that's I saw him from behind and that's because <laughs> he had like a little torn cape and I was like oh he looks like Batman. 
And he's a dark knight. So Honest, honestly, Ruby, I am waiting for them to unlock that shit just so I can farm it yeah. for glamour. Because really, I will oh, yeah. run in. I will. I want to work. I want to get lore and other shit for my white mage relic. Yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind having the tank. And I want to. I want to. I want to run shit for lore. I don't have the minion. And I will pass whatever you want unless it's the one item I am even here for. So. Use your words. Is my bottom line is ask if you want it. So, are you done with that? All right. I'm done. Uh, by the way, Umbrite is the easy part. Mithrin Scarlet goes on to say it's the crystal sand that sucks balls to get. Sure. The new hotness, though. Go do diadem for blue scripts. Turn them in. You have all that. You would be like rolling in crystal sands. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. But if you do what I told you at the beginning of this episode and go get that gathering stuff, you're you're done. The 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 sand. I did. I did most of my sands from my first relic and much of my second one. Now, most of them I've done from popping guild leaves and looking for chests and then failing them. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. The sea of clouds, two yeah. two birds, one yeah. cup, or something. Well, okay, like yes, Mithrin, you don't craft, you don't gather, and you're not going to start it. So, Grand Company seals for moonstones, and your know, poetics for mist and ink. That's it. Poetics for the the th- the the items, the bones, whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's a little expensive. It's, well, it is a little expensive, but you know, because it's three hundred per one, and you've got to oh. turn one of each in. For but one some of us, sand. some of us, some of us have actually done two relics past the unidentified items, and we still have more. Right? I, I really do appreciate they gave us many ways to do this, except for Umbrite. Except for fucking okay, Umbrite. Uh, you see, Umbrite. You know, I really think Umbrite could be cured by adding Centrino seals or whatever the hunt mark. Something. Where's the random drop from something. the fate? They did that yeah. for Alexander. D- a day one. Maybe double the well, price. Well, so for the so for the one per well, day that was from the a quest. Singing shards, right? That's what they did with singing shards. Yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> well, Mister Scarlet, he episode. says, "Holy crap! I always send long emails." Honey, we, we, we talk our at we were like, let's let's do you know, maybe forty five minutes an hour, an hour and then yeah. you know, we'll go to bed. No, it's eleven thirty. We've been on for two hours and fourteen minutes. So Well this is why I got my singing clusters I'm before we so podcast. I almost didn't show up tonight. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh do you have any shout out survey? Last call. I don't. I had a shout out but I lost it. So there was something earlier this week. I'm like, this is some badass shit. So I'll look it up. Well, right. We'll I will use my words and write it on paper. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website at www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Give us a rating on whatever you listen to us on. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Got some? Yo. Yo. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale. R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. Don't go look oh, at the blog spot. I'm not using it. <clears throat> Don't go look at it until I actually get bored with Ruby. this game. So I'll let you know when I'm bored with 14, and then I'll start See, blogging. See, and I'll, this entire episode, I'm like, I'm going to give Ruby shit about his blog because Kariri and I would like, oh, we didn't update this week. Sorry. And I'm, it's hard, though, man. It's hard. Especially, oh, 
It's yeah. hard when you're playing. The whole point was it was to keep me involved when I wasn't playing, and I'm playing, so sorry, <laughs> no, gang. You'll just have post. to listen to the podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Yelta Sumasu at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U on Twitters. All right. So, as always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, folks. <laughs>